When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Co-produced by Afropunk and How Stuff Works, Afropunk Solution Sessions is a podcast that explores real-world solutions to the problems that marginalized people face. Every Wednesday, co-host Bridget Todd, which kind of sounds like Todd Bridges from <laughs> Different World, but that's something else, and Eve's Jeff Coates speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers, and community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid, and Patrice Coulters about how to resist oppression and stay engaged. Afropunk Solution Sessions is inciting meaningful conversations and motivating people to make a difference. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. The Friend Mind your own business and let everybody worry about their own business and then we'll all be all right. It'll stop a lot of the drama. Easy, ladies. Yes. <clears throat> this week, we're fortunate enough to be accessible and within reach of content so enriching, so nurturing, <laughs> oh, so soul-stirring um, from none other than the legendary um, person who's recognized, you know, an academic excellence uh, amongst academia all over the world, Trina, mm. the rapper, who provided us with that wonderful quote this week, similar to a TED Talk, um, where she taught us to just mind our own business, and if everybody minded their own business, then everything would be all right, mm. and added the gem, the emphatic gem, uh, it'll be stop a lot of the drama. So I think that's pretty self-explanatory this week. You know, yeah, our goal and our purpose <laughs> is always to take something away from the clip this week. Um, and this uh, is another opportunity for me to reference, you know, just items that I feel are, are worthy of being archived in the museums and the Smithsonian. You know, Trina has always dropped so many jewels. She really is an educator. Mm. Um, she should be recognized amongst communities of education across the world, really giving back that way with knowledge. And so I just want the hashtag this week to be mind your own business. Very simple. <laughs> Something that is applicable to people of all ages. You saw the little girl who was in daycare and was uh, very much so expressing herself to yes. the daycare aide and letting her know that if she had her way, she would rather be somewhere else enjoying the rest of her life and taking a day off from her and a day off from these kids. <laughs> and so... And the um, guy said, ladies, but fellas. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the gender non-conforming. <laughs> Listen, you this is... everybody. mind your business. June all year, we are all inclusive like a resort, okay? <laughs> so this, this information is applicable to everybody. I don't give a damn Ooh. what door you go in to shit. This is applicable to everybody that's listening, okay? 
Thank you, friend, for not taking note of that and pointing it out. Let's highlight what needs to be highlighted. That's right. <laughs> With that being said, and most importantly understood, I just mm. have a few questions. Oh God, I forgot that about need these. answers. <laughs> also, questions that niggas asking. <laughs> Will Tyreek on power? Oh God, mistake his mom's wig glue for Carmex. And give us a whole new reason to throw a silent party. <laughs> what? Will Nicki Minaj be miraculously inclined to go over Erica Badu's crib so she can make her put her phone down? Oh, I'm done. Will Amarosa finally oh, prove her true worth worse. and value and release the tape? That's keeping Donald Trump's breathing tube connected to the machine at night. <laughs> That's the tape she needs to release. With those questions being asked, and most importantly understood, I would like to welcome everybody to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental fucking hygiene. Because come one, come all, all walks, stumbles, and kneels of life. Oh, yeah, the knee is still going down. Okay. It's for everybody, and no one wants a musty brain. We ain't even got to ask no more. Hey, friend. <laughs> hey, Dustin. How you doing? I'm good. How are your weekends? My weekend was great. I actually was in Flint fucking Michigan this what? weekend. Yeah, I had to check on some family matters. Oh, that's so... Um, no Wait, Harriet. Well, I won't say dope because I don't know if it's good or bad. No, it was. It okay. was great. It was refreshing to be home, to Aww, see everyone. My brother sweet. was home at the same time. So, you know, we cut up like shears. Oh, and, Lord. you know, it was just, it was really, really refreshing. Um, great time with family and friends. Real oh, ones. happy for So, you. yeah. Thank you so much. It was great. Um, and... Very enriching, and you know I'm back to my real life. You look all refreshed. Thank you, you so did. much. You do. Thank you. That's because I ate at the taco house. If it's one of them things, like Pusha T said, if you know, you know. <laughs> um, there's a taco house in Flint, Michigan called La Azteca. It is the best Mexican mm. food I've ever had in my entire life. Wow! And I've done some eating, <laughs> some eating, some eating. And so, uh, but this, like I said, it was glorious and I was able to partake and I just was so thankful. I really was, it was like, I was giving thanks. So I felt like it was November, but it's still August. It was just really just, it was euphoric. Yay. How about Mm -hmm. you, Asante? My weekend was bomb. I've just been working on a project, um, a couple of projects. So it's, it's great. It was a great weekend. It's all, so I can say I this time, please respect my privacy. <laughs> <laughs> all that you can say. Yeah. I'm, I'm just really working to, you know, be the best Asante that I can be. And that's exciting. What, what the hell does that mean, Asante? I'm just, you got to give him something I'm, now. I'm just, you know, really trying give to. Give him a little shoulder. Poke your shoulder out your collar a little bit. Trying to be in my bag about a few things. So, you know. I'm what just, kind of bag? How big is the bag? <laughs> I mean, you know. It's a big bag, you know. I ain't gonna, okay. you know. It's, I mean, it's a lot of stuff going Bitch on. Bitch is King Kong. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, it's King, King Kong. Kong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need a my tie, some fucking Wi-Fi. I know that's your favorite. Fendi Prince on be cracking me up. Fendi Prince on. That's it. And then I saw um the the article. Yeah, Dominique T A R Jackson that plays Electra Electra on. Um, pose. She had on a Fendi outfit in uh, no, that no. Out Magazine spread. All I could think was Fendi Prince on. <laughs> but yes, how was your weekend, friend? My weekend was 
glorious. How was riding through the six Ooh, with, with your woes? woes. Yes. yes. With my woes. Which y'all literally did because I saw your IG story from the car. I was like, she is really riding through the six with her. <laughs> you know how that Legendary shit. Legendary shit. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. We, was, we stayed in a fly-ass condo that was mm-hmm. like on the 37th floor and it overlooked the harbor. So that was sexy and fly and fresh. You know me. I just love a beautiful home. So that just kind of set the tone. I was with my peoples, uh, my team for the wellness retreat, and a couple other friends of ours that are from Toronto we got to link up with. Wonderful. So that was, like, amazing. The retreat itself was bomb. We had an amazing connection with the women. Wonderful. Just a great weekend. I saw a picture from, I believe it was your last retreat, not this one in Toronto, or it mm-hmm. may have been. But I saw like the stuff on the floor and I was just, I got oh, so yeah, excited. I was like, oh, so this is what they do. <laughs> but then I just couldn't put no more together. So. Yeah, it was my first time kind of sharing a little bit of mm-hmm. what it looks like just because the women afterwards with, with this one we've been doing the retreat this year we've made it more flower themed mm. and filled it up with flowers yeah, I saw the flowers you gave and everybody yeah. reposting their flowers I know like, I so that's like why I was like some. let me repost it because it's beautiful and we also made it plant themed mm. so everyone takes home plants and a bunch of flowers especially like all the gifts that we have for them from our sponsors so they literally leave with a tote bag full of stuff Fresh flowers for their homes and a new plant to raise. So, yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. And it's a remembrance, which I think what cooler gift to give than a plant that will always remind them of that day. Because a plant you can have forever. Mm -hmm. Right. Flowers, you know, they pass on. But plants, they literally take care of it and it will forever remind them of our connection. Right. Put your roots down. So that's just a nice touch that we've added this uh, for this wellness tour. And the next stop is Joshua Tree, and it already sold out. Dominican Republic already sold out. Yes. I'm so thankful. You guys are awesome. Uh, Joshua Tree, we will be there, I believe it's September 15th. So I'm excited about that. Amen. Yeah, and the Sedona, Arizona's application is up on the site right now at activationtour.com. And London will be up later this week. So. If you're out there, check out for that application this week. Right? I would be so sharp if I came to the Sedona thing. I would. I would wear like all bone from head to toe, like all like a bone color, like eggshell from head to fucking. They were asking fitted. for y'all in Toronto. They were like, "They're not gonna pop up at all." I'm like, "I'm sorry to break it to y'all. They're not right, gonna we just can't pop get activated. up." They're gonna have to wait till September 22nd when, when we we're all back. gonna be out Boom. there. Speaking of, you know, New York, we are gonna see you this weekend. Yes, but you we know, are. We, friend, we are gonna have to compare some notes when we all get to Toronto. I wish we could stay longer, man. Toronto because it was yes. so much fun. I was like, I'm gonna have a blast with the guys here. I want to go to Canada's Wonderland. If there's any way I can make it to Canada's Wonderland, just to ride one ride when we go to you Toronto, you would have to do it the day we land because yep. we get there early. So you'd have to just make that your. I want to go ride Leviathan. It's not a long flight. It's only like an hour and a half, so you won't even be tired. Nope. And you know I'll get up for that. <laughs> Shit. And, and just the, the hotel might not even be ready, so we might... Well, I'm, as you, as per use. <laughs> I'll just cut I'm a like, deal. Since y'all ain't ready, 
gas up the shuttle. We finna hit Canada's Wonderland. Okay. <laughs> I mean, shit. Period. <laughs> but the Friend Zone will be live in New York City this yes. Saturday, August 18th yes. at 8 p.m. at the Tishman Auditorium in the New School. If you have not grabbed your tickets, please do so at thefriendzonelive.com. We have a very, very amazing special musical guest. Oh, my yes. God. We have a guest joining us for the Q&A. Yes, I mean, we do. you know we always yes. full of surprises. And, of course, all of our friends will be there in the yes. audience supporting. So that's always yes. a, a plus of Friends on Live in New York. And that's it. Yes. Are you guys ready to jump into the show? Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to everybody that purchased tickets to Team Typing Fast. Okay. Oh, oh yes. yes. We will sold be there. Out. We will be there sold out. So if you did not get tickets, you will not be in the building. So sorry. And it sold out like three times because she kept adding tickets and it kept selling out. She added more, sold out again. So we will be in the building. Of course, our whole crew will be there. Um, For those of you who got your tickets already, we'll see you then. Wine sponsored by Pompette. Okay. Oh, I'm going to be typing mid, but I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) I too. Right. I can't even use home keys. Real talk. No, it's (laughs) fine. I ain't gonna lie to you. On some of these keyboards, I'd be a little. It'd lost. be a little hard for ASDF and JKL semicolon to be the the bass sometimes. So I'm just gonna tell the truth. Look, I know every time I find the home keys, I'd be like, "All right, I got this." And okay, everything stroke else, out. I know you feel like you're doing uh, that hustle, the booty call, back up and jump with your fingers when you try to type from the home keys. And your right foot tight. That's what you be trying to do with your fingers sometimes. <laughs> I used to hate typing I know, class. Kids, like what? Oh, yes. <laughs> Alright, so That's last so week's episode titled Caption This, we talked about uh whether or not we look at the social media profiles of people we're interested in or people we're dating and how their personalities online may affect how we view them, how we feel about them, or whether or not we would even give them a chance. And as always, you guys had a lot to say. Asante, who stood out to you? Actually, I have a couple of people I want to shout out in the emails. I want to start off with Keisha, who subject is rodeola is the truth okay oh yes she you guys said, have been blowing me up talking up. someone hit me saying they cleaned their whole house they went to the office clean off their desk wrote a paper they were like bitch <laughs> <laughs> the lady literally called me a bitch in the subject of the email <laughs> i was like you know what? i'm gonna let that slide just right. because you happy all right right she will watch it though okay <laughs> Tammy, I'm not going to be too many more bitches now. (laughs) You got to get get to the pepper spray. (laughs) No, look, strangers get none, friend. Right. Uh I love y'all. Y'all crack me up. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) You a bitch, bitch. (laughs) How about that? Turn me into a genie, shit. (laughs) I wish, shit. Anyway, uh, Keisha says, thanks so much for recommending Rodeola. I'm self-employed, full-time, and lately I felt unmotivated and distracted by some pitfalls in my personal life, which can be debilitating for me since I deal with anxiety and depression due to my nature and past trauma. When I don't produce as much, I feel it in my pockets. I got some rhodiola from my local health spot immediately after your recommendation, and it's helping me stay positive and energized so I can get work done and focus on my self-care at the same time. I noticed a tremendous amount of shit a tremendous shift, excuse me, after just, just two days. <laughs> you know, shift made me want to say shit. I know, it's so, just right there on the tip right. of it, the brink. <laughs> I noticed a tremendous shift after just two days, and I'm so grateful. Adaptogens are the wave. I definitely recommend that people try the route that route before trying to get a prescription for something that could potentially cause further damage. Blessed, Keisha. 
So I want to shout that out because I've thank you. I've That's had a lot so of people awesome. tell me that uh, say that. So when I saw it in the comments, I was like, oh, you know, I should go on ahead and shout this out. And what it means a cliche? lot to me because mm-hmm. you know, most people are like, well, what's your source? I need a medical journal. Right. At the end of the day, my source, what matters to me, is what you guys that are listening when you try it what do you say you right. feel like and the people nothing just, else matters and for people to literally just go out and say you know what I'm gonna just try, try my yourself. damn self yeah. as opposed to being like 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 you said what's your source or trying to get you to break it down and sell it to them it's like yeah. I'm not trying to sell you nothing I'm not in the business the information. of swaying no. you know, I always you said it. that you're always very clear about you being your own source this is your I reflection off of your experience yeah. so I'm so 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 glad that the response has been I mean it's pretty much been unanimous Niggas I haven't in the seen anybody have told me like this shit was whack. They were, they were like, Fred was on point with that rhodiola. And I'm just like, damn, okay. You know, <laughs> I know Fred be known, but damn, y'all telling me this all of the porn shit? Still so sound happy. like a drug dealer's car, but go ahead. <laughs> a rhodiola. <laughs> Got a black rhodiola with well, a red leather seat. Corolla, and then the bitch pulled up in a rhodiola. Okay. <laughs> She um, a Corolla. I'm a Rhodiola. It's a different kind of bitch. You know? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what that's you the that's period. <laughs> period. Um, I also want to shout out this next young lady who did not want to be named. She said, "What's her name?" <laughs> LOL, <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> LOL, friends. Playlist story. I'm more in agreement with Dustin. Please do not share any facet of your creativity with me until I've gotten to know you. gotten to know and like you as a person well that's not exactly what I said not exactly (laughs) definitely not exactly what he said (laughs) but I see where you're going with it (laughs) and I see where you're going um, this one time I was getting lunch with this fine ass dude who I just knew wanted to smash. Things were going well until I told him I like poetry and he decided to pull out his phone and read a poem. Oh, <laughs> he man. aloud. Why y'all laughing? <laughs> because why would you do that? She heard that music that they play when you lose on the uh, Price is Right when he started reading. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. You know, the sound of audible disappointment. That's what she heard when he started reciting that poetry. Oh, I sign no. it. <laughs> the next part is what takes me out when she goes. Oh, no. It was about heartbreak or some shit. <laughs> and it was terrible. Oh, God. This is just... To be or to watch TV. <laughs> the black man. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shit you know she what I'm saying said, one of them niggas where you like if you don't shut the fuck she said I just sat there and ate my God, salad y'all. and never had sex with him <laughs> wow what the hell the only salad getting eaten is on this table right here okay this will be the only salad getting eaten with your corny ass reciting poetry <sighs> see but this is where people fuck up because we tell men we want them to be emotionally intelligent and and, sh- and share and be warmer. Homeboy wanted to read her a poem. But you know what? <laughs> he should have read her a good poem. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad he did that. And you should be glad he did that too, sis. So you know up front because... That he's bad in bed. <laughs> if, he's not, if that's his creative outlet and that's what he putting out... Because that's the poem he authored, she said. <laughs> she said he got up and read the, read the poem he authored aloud. <laughs> it was authored. I don't I know why like, that's taking me out. Because you know he had to say, "Well, you know, uh, I, I I do a little poetry myself." Oh, <laughs> and God. then pulled out that terrible last fucking. Poem. That's the thing. Everybody don't need the notes app. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Some people, some phones, Apple, you know what? As much as these Apple phones and shit cost, we need to start holding them accountable for certain things. Some people don't need access to certain apps, one of which being the notes app. And so you, you don't write stupid ass shit. You're like absolutely that. correct yeah. because Apple allows you to delete a lot of these apps now, like GarageBand and all that stuff. You can get rid of it. But yep. I can't, but like. Y'all wouldn't date a poet? I would. Like, let's it say, like, one of those, one. like, online poets that their whole <laughs> Instagram is like. The, the white little see now we're now we're venturing into no land see you know what I'm saying no land <laughs> there's there's levels to this right and keep it to you yourself <laughs> first of all so he can't he can't recite the poetry hell no. Okay no, no I don't know maybe, I don't want no maybe first of all let's keep it oh, never mind because what the first thing I'm gonna say oh he's uh, no, against poets poet phobic no but 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 hear, but hear me out poet because you know what what if you see some <laughs> I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing against people that do poems. I ain't got nothing against nobody write a poem. All I'm saying is I don't want the shit in my ear. Okay. And, and, and understandably so. But if you, and here's it, because I don't really prefer that, but if you are going to be that, it should be good. It should be silent. It should be written. <laughs> Not spoken. It's be like a child. Be childlike. Seen, not heard. I'm fine with that. Do do you? Because I want you to have some business to tend to. Oh, so you stay out of minds, but it needs to be t- me, silent. Don't make me Hear come it. to Brooklyn to a poetry slam or some shit, and your ass is Here the one that gets clowned. That's all I'm saying. You I mean, better I at least love love Jones. But you better at least I went be on a good date at, at the New York Cafe. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did he get up and, and be like? This is a blues for Nina. Hell no. Nah. First of all, I would have <laughs> I would have stuck my ankle out before you made it to the stage any motherfucking way. Oh, you fail. You don't want to do it tonight. I understand. If you get up there <laughs> and you clown yourself, Mm-mm. just don't come back to the table. You ain't finna be I fucking embarrassing me in public. Say. Fuck that shit. All right. I love poetry. <laughs> it's your lucky day. <laughs> okay, this motherfucker pull out a little bitty steno pad. You know them little pads with the little spiral, a little spiral notebook with the spiral across the top. The one up. niggas run numbers on. He had one of them inside his suit coat, not a blazer. What if he pulled up a, a, a PDF out of his email? Even worse, because that means <laughs> you should be book. smart enough not to do the dumb shit in the first place. If you understand how to make it through that much technology <laughs> to get this accomplished, it's just wrong. And how can you deny it? Like when you hear it, it sounds like a rotten fucking experience. I'm sitting at dinner with this motherfucker, right? Like we trying to make it work and shit. You're already on a date, so you trying your best to use all your tools and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be my best self and show you that I give a fuck about presentation. You know. I'm saying I was raised right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to show you I have an appreciation for the arts. Hey, clink, clink, fork, bite. I like poetry. Oh, God. And here's my fuck up. <clears throat> oh, my God. Your years of all, of all, something stupid. And you like, I'm about to go deaf on your ass. I'm so sorry that happened. <laughs> well. How about we, we sh- right? Well, 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 <laughs> friend, what did you find in those sounds? See ya, clouds? being the operative words, right, friend? <laughs> Getting the hell out of here. There's never been a time for our emergency text. You know, we should come back to Poets this. Poets that are listening, I think you should send Dustin your best words. <laughs> Yeah, as long as we ain't at fucking dinner on a date. (laughs) 
You can watch the YouTube links to them at I love po- I love Poetry Slams. I love I even love Queen of the Ring, the rap battle that yeah, Babs Queen of the oh Ring. You know God. what I'm saying? That's poetry. Shit. <laughs> We're gonna represent. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that. It's when you do it. Know when to say when get know how to act. I guess like Sonia Norwood said, but you know she wasn't raised like that. <laughs> oh, and you were? Right. So on SoundCloud. <laughs> Genia Walters says, I thought you were going to say genuine. Like, That's it. Like, we done made it. Go ahead, friend. I'm sorry. Oh my God, we are not going to get to Tell Tyrese. <laughs> Genia Walters says, Regarding the social media presence, I don't even check for it. I'm very intentional on not exchanging social media of men that I meet in person that I'm interested in. A lot of people's social media presence is not who they are in person, as Dustin said, and I don't want their social media presence creating a cloudy vision for who they are in person. I also do this because, just in case, they're insta-famous. I don't let that change Mm -hmm. my judgment of them because I prefer to be lower-key and behind-the-scenes in life. Not exchanging social media with someone you're in. Is that even possible? Yeah. Mm. Very I feel possible. Like I, was, I need to know. You know what? And <laughs> I need you, to while know. While you was reading that, I was over here singing to Mark Anthony in my head, but I was like, I, I need don't. need to know. <laughs> Ooh, tell me, <laughs> baby girl. I, I need to know. He be going off at the end. <laughs> yes. that's, the, that's an eternal jam right yes. there. One yes. thing I did do is that I didn't follow. Like, my last relationship, we didn't follow each other. Mm, that was just dope. something that we decided would be better because we did follow each other. And he was already like, who's this picture you liked? I was like, mm. get off the feed part of right. Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just easier for us. Um, but not acknowledging that they even have social media, I don't, Mm-mm. I could I never. I, feel like I admire that though. I admire that someone would not even know their social media exists. Like that, kudos to you. That's mental strength. I just feel like it's corny to be like, what's your Instagram? You know what I'm saying? Or for right. me to like, even well, talk no, about. Not like on a first day. People do though. I like I That's seek true. out of I avoid that conversation. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what I do and I don't want to talk about Instagram and because it's intertwined with like my work. For me yeah. it's like a whole thing I just try to avoid. Like let's just be in the moment. Baby. I have had dudes ask me for my Instagram before they ask me for my number though, which I think is weird. I'm mm. like, what do you need to figure wow. out? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They're looking at you and they're like, what's your Instagram? They'd be like, you got mad followers. They're trying to run your numbers. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you find in the Twitter streets, Dustin? Uh, in these streets. <laughs> Several tweets. The first tweet that I want to highlight comes from the Ratchet Oprah, which is at Ratchet Blogger, which is sounds spelled just how it sounds, who really brought to life something that ended up taking on a life of its own on the Internet this week. They said that in 2005, Miguel was auditioning to become a part of the now defunct group Fatty Coo. Oh, my God. They played him. Fatty Coo went on to have one album. Miguel is now on his fourth studio album and is one of the biggest names in R&B. Perspective is everything, man. You never know how life will go. They accompanied this with video footage from the show that they had on BET where Miguel was auditioning. And this is the response that he was getting from the people. Miguel's overconfident. Yeah, he's a great vocalist. Hey, Mass Valor. What the hell is he doing? 
That's the commentary Hating that they had. Yeah, he's a great vocalist, but what the hell is he doing? It was so funny to watch them, like, really, they were gauging Miguel's ability to, like, be a singer and part of this group. To and be a so, part of that group. Fatty, fucking Fatty Coo. Did you ever watch that show? Of course I did. Hood ass Fatty Coo. I wonder if it's on YouTube. Well, you know, YouTube got everything I on know. There. I'm looking it up as soon as I can. That episode is on YouTube because our good friends in the internet found the social media of the girl <gasps> who no. was on Velour. Oh, yeah. no. They found Velour's social media. Oh, no. And they. Oh really my just god! No, I'm embarrassed left, for her. They left bullet holes. No, she in has her not. No, she's section. not on live. She's going no. on live with an audience of eight people, and this is her response. Her attitude so fucking white. <laughs> you can scroll. You can slide to the left. Damn. You ain't got to see me, honey. Shit. So as I you mean, can see, so she hating on Miguel, and he didn't even do nothing. <laughs> they got her. That's what happened. They they literally. I just assaulted her comment section on Instagram <laughs> saying that they were quoting her from the show saying the things that she had said about Miguel's performance. They left that in her comment section. Who did that to They her? irritated her Who so much that she went Twitter? on live cussing about how much she don't care. Why are you here? So oh, it's always funny to see somebody past. new to the internet that just ends up just yeah cause that when that show was on there was no Twitter or nothing so for that <laughs> she not, no shade she lucky now <laughs> that anybody care cause Fatty Cool they had some songs a couple right and, but mind you Miguel sounded amazing great. in that audition he had a song out like then called Put Your Hands Up and it jammed just as hard as they the Fatty Cool songs were I was like okay but Miguel was on his own then he had some rapper on there rapping about nothing and he was dancing <laughs> in the video like a baby usher and he's still stunting no hoes and now she's on live mad Valour was For a hater then people. and she's a hater now oh Valour yeah. Valour is now Valour anyway <laughs> um, the next tweet I want to highlight comes from Blogzilla B-L-O-G-X-I-L-L-A friend of mine uh, who tweeted Zilla my cousin got a job at the Frito-Lay factory and went live on Facebook so the family could watch him eat five-minute-old Doritos on his lunch break. Oh, shit. What? We're just going to leave it there. I don't even have nothing to say. Um, the next tweet that I want to highlight comes from Connie Teresi's left hand, which is at M-S-T-A-E-S. Why we hate Tyreek, a thread. And it goes on to quote this thread from Tokyo underscore Martian and the O is a zero who tweeted gems like this. There's pictures of Tyreek, the character, the actor who plays Tariq on power in another role from Orange is the New Black, where he paid oh, Lamar Cox's right. son. Right. And a company. And he was forgot. a little asshole. Exactly. Right. So when listen to this tweet. Picture, I was like, oh, that was that nigga. The tweet like, says, God. not only did this little shit misgender his trans right. mother's pronouns That's on purpose. He turned her in for credit card fraud and got her sent to Litchfield Penitentiary. There's also pictures of him in other roles from, you know, just there's just a lot. So I just want to say that this validates my hatred for Tariq as a record label, a staff and a motherfucking crew, um, <laughs> you know, because that's just literally what it is. I have never been so just disgusted in general by one person and their influence over an entire television moment. The last tweet that I want to um, highlight comes from underscore Ryan says, who says my cravings this pregnancy have been included macaroni and cheese, baked chicken, string beans and potatoes, seven layer salad and sweet potato pie. <laughs> the grandmama's the baby in my <laughs> <Dustin> <laughs> voice. 
Love this application. This is just a, a it's such an applicable gem of life. But I love how you managed to slide it into every episode mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> somehow he ties it in. The baby. It just it literally has been entrenched in my vernacular since I was first introduced to it. My goodness, it, it's, it just means no so many things. Yeah, no cap. I ain't even the grandmama's baby. No cap. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I appreciate um, y'all's appreciation for the auntie's corner questions. People were like, thank you, friend. <laughs> Do you have a question this week, friend? No. No. Okay. No, I think I'm I'm getting good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm with that. I'm hanging. All right. So y'all ready for this week's topic? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Come on. Oh, I wanted to know mm-hmm. how you guys felt about getting older and aging. What are your thoughts on that? Are you struggling with it? Is it something you're totally cool with? How are you dealing with now being called unk? <laughs> you are now unk to the youngins, just like I am now auntie. I used to be big sis. <laughs> now I'm auntie. Yeah. I have seen the transition. Ooh. And, you know, I've been thinking about it because uh, Crystal and I ended up having a convo about it, uh, triggered by Issa in the first episode of Insecure where she was driving Lyft, right? Shout out to that. She was driving Lyft and one of the passengers left her review saying she played good music and Mm. felt like an auntie. And Issa was like, well, all right. Well. (laughs) 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 So Crystal and I got into a convo about it and she was saying how she's totally cool with being called auntie. Like it doesn't make her feel away at all. And I was telling her that for me, I can't lie. The first time... And she has, like, nieces and nephews. And she really is an aunt. And she likes being an aunt. (laughs) But with me, it felt... I told her, speaking completely transparently, obviously, I felt the way the first time someone online was like, auntie friend, da-da-da-da-da. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (sighs) Mm -hmm. What does that mean about how I'm viewed? (laughs) (laughs) My womanhood. And it got me asking a lot of questions. So I'm curious for y'all who wants to start. Aging and getting old. Thoughts. <laughs> I like how they both looked away from the mic. I don't even want my mouth near it. <laughs> it's, it's still a slow process hitting me. Mm-hmm. And and sadly, it hits me every day. Like, I realize, like, oh, and not to be rude in certain instances, because I'll be like, oh, I'm too old to really be talking to you right now. Like, Oh, that too. Like, you know, like, you'll be talking to someone, you'll be like, oh, damn, you're in your early 20s. Whoa. Oof. Like, okay. Like, and not even talking about shit. It's just kind of like, why am I talking to a 20-year-old? Like, I have to just sometimes ask myself that when I'm talking to people, I can feel like aren't where I'm at. And I'll just be like, because you're young. And I'm not supposed to be talking to young people like this at all. <laughs> like, like Moselle, when we talk, we talk like video games, bullshit. It's like short and it's cool. And, but then I feel like I talk to some people like uh, Ian, who like do, does the deliveries. And I'll be like, I can't keep up with what's going on. Like, I just don't know what's what's happening today. And then me and Moselle just kind of be looking like, huh. <laughs> like, and I feel like, damn, we we like, oh. And he was running like a full-ass business and shit. So I'll really be looking at him like, damn, you old for real. Like, you got all this shit going on. And then he'll be like, yeah, you got all this shit going on. I'm like, damn. I'm not, like, I'll think about when I was in high school even. 
and how I used to like want to travel so much and all that shit. And well. it's like, I am traveling a lot. And it's like, oh, damn, you're not in high school no more. Like, <laughs> so you thinking about yesterday in high school, but yesterday was almost 10, well, 10 plus years now. Wow, almost 10 years ago. And I'm 30, so 10 plus years now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't really hate getting older. I feel like I'm just going to learn for the rest of my life anyway. I think when my body starts to break down, and I already don't like take good care of myself, but I'll go to the doctor and he'll be like, you know, blood works back. You know, you could hit the gym a little bit. And I'll be like, all right, cool. And I'll leave. I'll be like, good. But I know that one day my body's going to be like, all right, so you had a soda today. So you can't do shit because you ain't healthy. Thanks for playing. I'll be like, oh, fuck. Now I really got to like start taking care of myself for real. And I got to like get on that now because it's only going to get harder as yes. I continue to go up the hill. Yes, so it does. That's something I always think about too. Like, okay, you're waiting to start, but. Keep waiting. You won't be able to start. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> I get hired when I walk uphill, too. <laughs> wow. It's a fact. You know, not Wait, for you nothing. You get hard? Yeah. And you know what Like, else? hills turn you on? No, I think it's just, like, the rubbing. Like, especially depending on what kind of clothes I'm, I'm so wearing. Weak. Then, like, cycling. Like, if I'm at the gym and I'm on, like, the stationary bike. He's really trying to keep going past The stationary bike is a guaranteed boner. It's bone city when you're on the stationary bike and the elliptical, too. The elliptical? Y'all don't be getting hired on the elliptical or the, the stationary bike? Or it's just me. Come on. You say I mean, y'all like I'm going to be like, you. well. <laughs> I mean, well. It's only going to make me sound like a pervert, but you know, it's the gym. So a lot of things make me hard in the gym. Oh, like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> anyway. I'm going I'm to need to rewind this. Mm-hmm. The elliptical gets you hard. Yeah. What is it? Because you're swinging? Yeah, and the way Swing. your legs move, like, it just, it's sexual. But then it's like your testosterone's pumping anyway. So and then you're like... sweating, so it's a slickness to the movement that just makes you <laughs> oh just, my it turns goodness. you on. But it's not a desirable erection, right? Who knew? It's an untimely one. <laughs> Erections are always a good thing, but they're not always a timely thing. <laughs> right. Because you definitely right. want it to take place. You just don't right now want it to take place at that time. Especially right. not on the elliptical. Oh, my God. Absolutely I would not. love to be able to, to communicate to my blood flow to please respect my privacy at this time <laughs> when it comes to boners. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I just heard you say it kept getting harder as you went uphill. And Ooh. my mind was like, yeah, it does. <laughs> it really does. Anyway, uh, aging is what we're discussing. Yes, that is. And so is um, I, you know what? <laughs> Number one, mm-hmm. I still feel a youthful spirit, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what my age is, I remember the way I felt when I turned 18 and kind of took ownership of being an adult and having a say-so in things. And I still feel that um, excited nature, the hopefulness about life. I still like things that are considered um, younger, like when it comes to my musical taste. Sure, I love the classic shit, too, but I still am attracted to new music that comes out. I still love sneakers and shit and, and new clothes, and I love being fresh if I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, So there's a part of me. I use slang. You know what I mean? I don't care about rules You know, when it comes to things beyond safety. So I, I just, you know, there's a part of me that's still youthful. With that being said, I'm aware of the age that I am and I'm aware that I'm going to continue getting older. And with that, you assume a responsibility to um, be mature in your decision making and in your actions. And so I think more about the ramifications of my behavior. Um, I think beyond what just matters to me now. Um, and so 
you experience a natural change in the way that you do things as you age and it affects everything down to your style choices and all of that. So I work hard, right? I work hard. Okay. And not to get half back. Like Nikki said, I work hard to make sure that I'm aware of trends and I'm, I work hard to make sure that I pay attention to classic things and never that, you know, are just timeless in their, their cool nature or whatever. And I just try to maintain as much of a current, point of view and perspective as I can. Um, nobody wants to be considered the old guy in the room and nobody yes. wants to necessarily age out of being cool. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why I feel I'm right here with you, friend, when like the whole, you know, I experienced a chill almost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I lost the very erection we were just talking about <laughs> when I'm referred to as uncle or whatever. You know Ooh, what I mean? Wee. And so, you know, and I got to be concerned about losing that boner because, you know, damn, do I mean it ain't coming, never coming back? Oh my God. You looking out the front about. door after every boner I mean, after a certain true. age. That's something so, y'all have yeah. to worry about. That's right. Sheesh. Come back now. You're here. You sound like, <laughs> that's what you sound like. But yeah. Singing so I'm Mickey fine. See you, fine with getting older. Um, and I just want to stay as fresh as I can without appearing, you know, juvenile. Right. Un- unnecessarily so. Right. If that makes any sense. We can't do nothing about getting older. In fact, you hope and pray to continue to get older. So with that being said, how can you stay? What does it mean to be fresh at the age that you are? How do you get to whatever that is? That becomes the work. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, I wouldn't switch. I wouldn't want to go back to my 20s as far as my mental because mm-hmm. I'm so happy. <laughs> Woo, I'm so happy with what the experiences in my 20s, like what they've brought me to yes. in my 30s. I love who I am now, how I think. Obviously, there's always room to grow, more things to experience, but I'm happy. I'm happy with how I approach life. Now, the part that I struggle with has obviously aging brings wisdom. Well, if you apply it, that doesn't age does not mean you are smart. We all know that. Right. <laughs> but for Facts. me, right, for me it has been a really good transition. But um it's the physical aspect. And then there's layers to that because there's like the fact that my body is changing. You know, I'm older now, so these cr- the other day, Chuskalee and Maya sent me a picture from maybe six, seven years ago, and my body was completely different. They were cracking up like, you know, it's easy to think that you bought your hips. <laughs> 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 like, they were like, people going to think you went to DR and bought some hips, and, you know, I have boobs now. My ass is like three or four times the some size of the going to pop up on media takeout, friend. You can literally do a, a before and after, but... It just also makes me realize that, like, when people do those before and afters and they be like, see, see, like, listen, people get when some people, when they get older, their bodies really change drastically. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Like, I am way curvier than I ever was. Um, I know it seems like a lot, but all my weight goes to my chest and my butt. Thank God. I like, know. You I ain't mad. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, who will believe that? Right. You know listen, what I mean? Seeing is believing, God damn it. <laughs> Shit. But, like, you how know, much uh, you pay for this? You be like <laughs> ten years. Like when they asked Marlo how she get her money, friend, how you get your body? God. <laughs> yeah. But I'm but my body is changing and and then you have to go harder at the gym, but now I have bad knees. You know mm. what I mean? So it's just like, oh my God, I'm not as agile as I used to be. 
certain workouts I used to be able to do with ease because I had the lung capacity. I had my joints were a little more lubricated so I could move differently. You know, even um, my endurance was different. Those are the things that I struggle with. And let's be honest, you know, and this is me being completely honest, even just your skin. Yes. You know what I mean? Your hair, like everything is changing. And sometimes I look in the mirror and granted, I will say, I think luckily I still look relatively young. You do. Right. So I'm thankful for that. But, you know, I be looking in the mirror like, girl, you really aging. Like (laughs) (laughs) you really getting older. My shape, there are aspects of my shape that have changed and I'm not happy about like my waistline, you know, but all of that is vanity, It's mm-hmm. which I also accept. Like, it's really vanity. Mm-hmm. It's a vanity, the vain aspects of beauty and, you know, how I view my body that really kind of give me a little bit of anxiety with aging. But it's almost like, you know, your body's your vessel, but you have it every day. So it's like you always trying to get used to it and then something want to go change. And it's like, damn, like, what's happening? <laughs> like, I just want to keep this piece, like, in motion for as long as possible. And it's like, nope, you're getting older. Got to worry about that now. And it's like, I just don't want my feet getting bad. That's the one thing I worry about. I feel like I can help everything. How would they get bad? Because how do people's toenails just be straight up changing color? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? As they get older, like I worry about my diet and shit. I don't want that to happen to me. The black toenails? Knock on wood. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that shit to happen to me. And that happens with men sometimes as they get older. I don't want that. (laughs) Do y'all ever look in the mirror, though, like now at your age? And take note of the physical changes Daily. that are coming. Yeah. Daily. How do you feel about them? Um, mad as hell. Steam, <laughs> steam coming out of my ears. Looney Tunes mad. <laughs> Why? What, angry. What things make you angry? Disgusted. <laughs> like you said, your waist changes. You know what I mean? I'm a guy, so I have those those nigga pockets on the side of my like on my what side. What is that? Like, like the muffins. Oh my gosh. Like the little nigga pocket. Oh, like a um the muffin, yeah. Damn, friend. muffin top. <laughs> I got a fupa friend. No, God damn, a fupa. I got a fuda. <laughs> fuda, fuda, f u d a. I know. <laughs> it's the nigga John, fupa. But yeah, like you know, <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> Remember, and she was so bashful when it was time to spell stocking because she thought that was like risque. (laughs) Stocking, it's gonna rain on your head. Well, Mr. Tip, I'm sorry, color purple quotes. See how it just comes from nowhere. Let's do a wave of color purple quotes. What about when Mr. One of my favorites is when Mr. told her, and the house ain't been clean good since my first wife died. That's a good one. Because <laughs> imagine how that would have really pissed me off being on the other end of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that to say to somebody? I'm not even good as a dead bitch. But damn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Things like that, friend. <sighs> so I just, I don't want, I don't want nothing dropping. And I don't want to look like I cannot help. I told you it's important for me to look like I can help carry the shit in from the car. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever want to look like I, I'm a need the hell carrying the shit in from the car so it's stuff like that with getting older mm-hmm. and even though you work out it takes longer now yeah yeah because i remember back in the day granted i used to go a little bit hard but you know if, if my stomach or my waist or whatever i, I was able to kind of nip it in the bud pretty quickly like it was like all right i'll focus on it for two three weeks or a month and it was, it was like, like two weeks, snap back yeah like your skin was so taut so it was just like bounce back but now it's like 
if you're unhappy with something. <laughs> Two weeks is like, keep going. <laughs> you you really want to know how mean life is and how evil it is sometimes? <laughs> My goddamn butt got bigger as I got older. Now, the reason this is a problem is because as I've gotten older, my style has evolved and I've I've grown akin to a more like slim tailored. cut. Yeah, and a tailored look, which means the pants ain't just going to be tighter in the front, you know, and on the side, it's tighter all over. So now what you going to do with a butt? How do you carry a butt? Are you a whole goddamn nigga walking down the street? Oh, my God. How do you graciously and respectfully and with dignity now, okay, Walk with ass. You gotta like watch what you put in your back pocket. Where, what city were we in? And we were walking out of a Target. Dustin had on these white pants, <laughs> <laughs> and, me, and me and Michelle were behind him. And I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> I still and see. And Dustin heard me. He turned around and started walking fast. <laughs> It's time to fucking go. I'm like, damn, how the fuck somebody looking at my ass when I'm walking? I hate that shit. That's a cruel joke. When I, they talk about God is the best comedian, he really is funny because that was real funny. You know what I'm saying? You real funny. Oh, Jesus. What you, you said, friend? Damn. And if that's the case, then we've solved the mystery of the Michael Jordan jeans. Because oh, that, that, we didn't see him till the nigga got a little older. Think about it. Then Michael Jordan jeans that look like the things that dry your car at the end of the car wash. <laughs> we didn't see them until oh he got a certain, of a certain age. So oh maybe God. that's the thing. Maybe his ass didn't got big. And so he trying to, you know, maybe that's what happens to everybody. You know what I'm saying? What about you, Asante? Looking at your body in the mirror. Has aging done anything that you're just like, oh. You know, when I was younger, I weighed more. So actually aging helped out. <laughs> Oh, nice. Like, the way I can't, like, I have more weight on me. Or I had more weight when I was younger, and I actually, like, lost a few just because New York City is making your ass active. Lost a few pounds in my waist for ya. Okay. <laughs> but because I got older, I think I, I got a little, uh, maybe a half an inch taller or some shit, because people be looking at me, and I'll say how much I weigh, and they be like, you don't look like that at all. And I'm like, thanks. I know I look like I'm, like, 180, 190, but it's, like, not that at all. So, like, I was thankful for getting older and being like, damn, I ain't even really have to do shit. But then I'm like, no, one day it's going to say, all right, you should have actually been. I was giving you a boost to do some shit. That's like the sign. But, I, you know, just ain't really connecting the way it should. Dog, I'd be on the treadmill and my knee be hurting so bad. I'd be like, yo, this is the part of aging that I was not prepared for. And granted, it's not something everyone goes through. But for me, the like little aches, even now, like the back pain. Yep. You know, you sleep wrong. Now you oh, feel your neck. it. Oh, your neck. Don't get my me started God. on that. And after a good night of doing it, sometimes, like, <laughs> you're fucked like, well, never mind. You just got to be careful is what I'm saying. I have a confession. Mm -hmm. When I get older, if need, I will probably wear the man units or man wigs because I think about my hair falling <gasps> like out. Like a little or toupee? Like, probably. Whatever I need to do. Because, you know, now that I'm coloring my hair and shit, one day I think it's just not going to come back. Like, it's going to be like, all right. And it just ain't going to grow in no more. And I have a weirdly shaped head, so I don't think I can pull off bald. Like, so you're going to go to Tokyo. Absolutely. Tokyo, shout out to Tokyo Styles. <laughs> I'm going to have to be making them five stacks to give them five racks for them wigs. And she'd be like, all right, yes, yeah, so I'm going to need to pick up uh, that braided number you got. Oh, oh okay. MG. Thank you so much. Did y'all see that video that went viral? It was a... a Guy and then he met up with someone to fight. Like yeah, he, he knocked his toupee off. And his toupee came off. Knocked his top off. Yeah. 
He had colored hair like you too. It was a red tuft <laughs> yeah, like in one, the front, right? Yeah. And that one little he had that patch of color in the front, oh and then that patch God. of skin on the, the top. The way it flew, and then the guy had the nerve to step on it when he was <laughs> walking. Because he didn't even see it. <laughs> okay. Had he seen it, he probably would have picked that shit up and, and threw that shit or threw something. Because he had fucked him up. I was cracking. I was when I tell you, I was hollering watching that shit. First of all, I love watching fights. <laughs> Second of all, the fact that he knocked that man unit off and the way it fell it looked like a yarmulke. <laughs> When it flew off his head, it looked like a yarmulke. It's like it was in the back. Mm-hmm. Another was, thing's... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I was making um, Julius watch the four. Shout out and, to Julius. Julius. And it was because um, there was this dude from Detroit. He was like... He was He's related to the Prince and Aretha Franklin, all these people. And then before I could even get to while we were watching shit, Julius just goes, he has on a wig. That's a, that's a hairpiece. And I was looking and I was like, oh, shit. Really? It look, it's like that Odell Beckham hair. <laughs> So you know, like when people can look at that, they they be able to like tell. I'll be like, damn, a hair hat, a hair hat. Shit, I'm gonna need to put that on. on. I'm, <laughs> yep, a fitted. He had a fitted wig on. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna fight over no bitch. He got his hair lids and shit. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> my teeth are changing. Really? Yes, the bottom row of my teeth are starting to shift. Like I have to go get Invisalign. Wow. They're pushing each other out the way. And I have a whole new gap. I mean, I'm telling I, you. I told you my tooth chipped off. What? I, I told you when I ate ice cream, my tooth chipped off. Oh, yeah, but. <laughs> so I was like. You were eating that hard-ass ice cream. I mean, it was just cold as hell. And that cold on your tooth and something hard, it was like, oh, no. But I was like, damn, I must be getting older. Because, you know, I used to go to the dentist and they'd be like, A1. And then give me that fancy-ass toothpaste. And I'd be like, I still need my cleaning. And they'd be up in there wasting their time. I just like the way that that little air tasted. I used to love getting fluoride treatments. Oh, my God. Remember when they would put the fluoride in the little dish and you put it and you hold it? When when you were a kid, they used the bubblegum flavored gel or strawberry. Ooh, that was my favorite part. (laughs) That shit used to taste so good when it would seep through and say, shove that damn fitted piece on your teeth. And and it stayed in your mouth for so long. Oh, my goodness. Y'all are really nostalgic over the dentist. I love going Mm -hmm. to the dentist. Keep it. What are habits that you've had to change because you're getting older and it just no longer serves you? Okay, here's one that, see, with me, it's always, there's there's been, how can I articulate this? I, I remember how I felt at certain stages of my life about older people, and I don't want to be anything like those people. Mm. I never could stand old people that always had their face turned up or were sighing all the time. <laughs> Now, as I'm getting older, I understand that you have a lot more reasons to sigh. You just got through talking about body aches and shit. Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated about getting a bigger butt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Then shit gets on your nerves because your patience gets thinner along with your hair. It's a horrible experience, aging. Mm. So that's why people (laughs) sigh so much. But I'm conscious of that. Mm. Right? Conscience of that. Okay? Hashtag. Yeah, like (laughs) hashtag conscience. You got to stay conscious of shit. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm aware of that. I don't ever want to be the old nigga <clears throat> breathing and shit when young people get on the train and shit getting on your nerves, babies crying. You know the shit you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. So when I when I have the urge to sigh sometimes or roll my eyes or, you know, turn my face up like one of the Mary Mary sisters, I always <laughs> catch it before it comes out because I, I don't want to be like that. Mm, so so that's you feel it, things. but you don't let it come yeah, out. Yeah, I do. And I, and I check. I say to myself, self, <laughs> that's enough. 
you can make it through this and everyone has to have their experience and you just go through it because I don't want to be that old guy that complains. Yes. I feel that. that. That is one thing that was very important to me with headphones, keeping my volume at the max. Because no every, hearing going? No, not yet. <laughs> it pro- oh. Probably. Look, I got, I got bad eyes. I might be Helen Keller one day for real, y'all, because I'll be sleeping in my contacts sometimes <gasps> and my headphones be on max, but it's mostly because... Oh, my when, God. As long as you remember how to do your hand like this... <laughs> Uh, oh. <laughs> look, I ain't saying my thumbs is going. Hello, <laughs> look, you I, talking about I, the four? I, I, I ain't okay. saying tunnel now. You might not be able to watch the four no more, but you can use the four. <laughs> just, gotta, just gotta make sure you you watch the four, all right? Oh look, God. look, I'm gonna have to have a sensor in my room and make sure that when I touch the sensor, well, me ain't nobody life in alert. <laughs> like, look, all right, Shit. nobody's in the room. Shit. Anyway, I oh fall in God. and I can get up. <laughs> When I'm on the train and the kids get on there being bad as hell, I'd be like, mm, as much as I want to turn my head up and oh look at them, God, I don't so have to because right? I, I can't hear them. I'd be, my headphones be blasted. I'm in my own world as long as they ain't fucking with me. I'm happy as fuck on the train. I'd be high as hell in my own little world. As long as ain't nobody bothering me, I ain't bothering them. Oh, um, God. It's so funny, though, how that you transition into that person, though, because the other day there was these high school, they had to be high school girls. Mm-hmm. They were talking about sucking dick on the train mm-hmm. and just all the little sexual exploits and I was sitting there my face I was like I wanted to be like girl like don't why are you you could look at them and tell they didn't have any business talking about it especially not that loud you know obviously we're not I'm not like oblivious to the fact that kids are having sex like it's not even about that but it's just hearing them sharing this information so loud being so graphic Mm -hmm. so vulgar you know using words and and uh, describing scenarios first of all that I was like looking at them like okay now nah, you too young for that <laughs> suck it a little quieter <laughs> okay but, I heard a young lady talking about in in context eating the booty like groceries and, oh my and I was like as much as I want to tell her she needs to tone this down <laughs> the last thing I want is somebody young to tell me to mind my business or something Bye. what is talk really about can't. that they don't even wipe clean really good <laughs> Really always teenagers. think that that's so fucked up. That's, but that's real. the first thing that yeah. they really don't mind. know what they're doing, and so they talk about doing that, and I'm just in up here thinking like, never mind. You still shitting yellow. You're still shitting yellow, <laughs> and it's a shame because of everybody. The universal instructional code: wipe till you don't see nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I don't know why they start getting lazy. You know what I mean? Oh God, no. We're talking you know about eating the booty like groceries. Oh. Okay, yeah, okay. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not trying to reach, but people need to be very mindful of the toilet paper that they use. Toilet paper is important. Ply is very important. Mm. Ply is very important. Mm. A lot of people don't know this. <laughs> I've ha- I've been to people's houses, and I don't like specifically look at their toilet paper because I'm never using it for that. But I always sometimes end up peeking at the toilet paper and being like, hmm. Better to you... peek at it on the roll than, than rolled up somewhere else. <laughs> oh, God. Tr- I mean... But I still had to look at it and say, this is what you wipe with. And think, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Just saying, you know, that dollar roll, I know it saves you time, but 
It might actually extend your time depending your on what happens. Your thumb should not break through the toilet paper. Yikes. The bathroom tissue. If it does, you need to step your bathroom tissue game up and get something a little bit you more resilient. You have everyone at home busting through the toilet paper. Get a little, I mean. And don't be afraid to get in the shower after you use the bathroom either. Oh, Ain't yeah, nothing no. wrong with that. No. Or using you know wipes. Saying? Upgrading yeah. to wipes. I was going to say, don't be afraid to get a little cotton now. I always talk about <laughs> it. You might even need a Clorox wipe depending on how big no, you got. I mean, Dustin. you know what I'm saying? The black, black, I'm telling you, I told you my butt Wait. Can get. Wait. Some people need industrial Wait. strength. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you might need a, some people need Charmin wipe <laughs> and some people need Clorox wipes. Oh my God. Let's be clear. I mean, Ooh. literally, let's be clear. Oh, God. <laughs> so for me, the biggest habit I had to change was my yes. sleep. Mm. schedule you require more sleep now. way more sleep Ooh. and i make it a priority because i see the difference back in the day i could stay up i would stay up i should say so three four i'd get maybe three hours of sleep it yeah. wouldn't matter fresh. yeah you go about your day the next day if you have to go to work it didn't even matter it, it, it literally did not phase me you know you'd be tired a little bit fatigued but it wouldn't like fuck up your day now do you know when I got back from New Orleans? <laughs> because we stayed up till four or five in the morning for what was that? Four days straight, three days straight. Yeah, because we. I kid you we not. Was walking. I'm not even exaggerating. I didn't bounce back from that trip till like a week after. God damn. The recovery when you're older. I can't even imagine if I had been drinking. Now, around when did this start happening? Inquired minds need to know. I, they time I mean, I really like. can't pinpoint it, but I'm just going to say maybe 33. Oh, shit. 33 oh, something, 34 is when, like, I couldn't hang the same way. Like back, you felt the difference. Yeah, like, you know, you could stay up late. You could drink. Like, for me, even when I stopped drinking hard liquor, I used to go hard with the wine still, mm-hmm. you know. Fucked up. I mean, I'm talking about my whole day was lost. Recovery yeah. is just different when you're older. It just, which is why I think a lot of older people tend to cut back on a lot of their vices because their recovery time is not the same. See, and yeah. you know, Mary Jane is my favorite, but mm-hmm. I still every now and then get drunk just because I say, you know what, just get fucked up because you ain't gonna be able to do this forever. This is gonna be a time where you're really gonna be like, all right, I'm done for real. So like me, so I should just take advantage of getting true. fucked up as much it's as possible true. now. That's what I was like. Have a fucking blast because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to always be wanting to have that. Blast. No, you're not. I'm telling you. So that's the biggest thing I've noticed is. The recovery time. So now I was telling Crystal yesterday because she goes to bed at like ten. Oh yeah, or like nine thirty. She and I always was like, whoa. She always been trying to work about getting her sleep. That's now. bomb. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Right now, on a good day, I can go to sleep at eleven. On a like regular day, midnight usually my cutoff. But nine thirty, that's goals. <sighs> she like- says she gets she wakes up super early, goes to bed super early. So. That's something I'm working on. Do you know, I, I knew I had to go to sleep at like, I was like, all right, you know, by one, one o'clock, go ahead. I was in the bed at one o'clock and still did not knock out till like three o'clock. Like, I was like, let me watch Chasing Dallas right quick. Then I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> Chasing- <laughs> I like being up late at night. That's another thing. I, I will it. always like being, I am, I'm a very nocturnal person. Um, now I get tired and get and become a knocked out person too. So I will oversleep my way through some shit on you. Like that will happen. It's right. part of the dusting package. Sometimes I oversleep. <laughs> but you know, if I have all my wits about me, I normally I love being up late at night no matter how long how early I have to be up. 
sometimes I'll take a nap earlier just so I can be up late. I mm-hmm. feel most creative late at night. Yes. Um, music sounds better late at night. You know, everything's better late at night. I just love it's being up true. at night. I do Everything. too, though. It's very, it's a mood being up. If I I've could always choose, loved that. I would completely agree. If I could choose to be a nocturnal person and be up for nighttime, like I feel most creative at night. Yep, same. But... I just be feeling super raggedy. And that bed be feeling super good. I know. Plus, you got a cute bed and shit for me. So, you know, like, for real. I'll be like, well, let me go this. Let me turn in. <laughs> ah, it's been such a long day. Yeah. I feel so. like you look at your bed and Mariah Carey just starts singing, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Like, just be going up. Just be looking at your bed like, damn, I'm not trying to go to sleep yet. And you, I told y'all I got a TV now. Yes. Oh, shit. So, when was it? Somewhere somewhere last week, I sat down on my couch and was watching it, a couple different things catching up. I think that's the longest I've ever spent on my couch in the, like, seven or eight years I've lived in that apartment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Have I, you been doing, like, your yoga with Adrian on your TV now? Yes, which is, which bomb, is I'm sure. game changing because yeah. it's a big ass TV. So now I'm not doing it on my iPad. Yeah. Um, even just watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Shout out to the Scorpion show. Oh, the Scorpion show. They celebrated their 10 year anniversary. Oh, shit, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, those are my faves. Um, but watching all the videos on YouTube has been so funny because I'm like, yo, y'all can see everything. All our pores, yeah, <laughs> our man. gray hairs. No, but it's cool to be able to watch it and catching up on all my docs. But I don't know, with aging, what about the dating aspect too? Like, mm-hmm. I think one thing I realized, and granted, I still, when I look in the mirror, I am I love how I look. I'm not really someone who's ever looked in the mirror and had any like issues with my looks like I've always been like I love you know I love what I see but I will say I do think I gave some of my peak beauty years to the wrong people (laughs) 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 do you ever feel that way like you're like damn you got my good years like my really good years yeah but they were some good years (laughs) so you know I don't I'm I'm like Curtis Taylor Jr. I don't believe in goodbyes only hellos (laughs) okay For real, man. Yeah, so, man. you know, getting older, it's an, it's an inevitable part of life. It is. I just don't want to become old. I right. don't ever want to become antiquated in, like, my worldview. I don't ever want to become... I just always want to stay current because I enjoy things that are new and fresh. It's yep. just... It's, it, it is literally integral to integral. <laughs> Hashtag. <right? laughs> to my uh, to my personality. <laughs> I am really... I'm, you might as well call me Miriam Webster this week. <laughs> So I'm making up words. But yeah, I don't want to be old. I don't. I love everything unconventional. Yeah. And non-traditional. And you'll always be youthful. Thank you, And you, you have friend. the gift of comedy. Thank the you, gift friend. of laughter. I think that's the ultimate medicine. And for people around you and for you, I think that will always keep your spirit young. Thank the Lord. Think of all the old men you know that are super fucking funny. Yes. Like people will love mm-hmm. being around them. I feel like that's going to be you playing dominoes. Yep. I hope so, but I hope I'm like handsome old and not oh, like yeah. frog voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't want to turn into that nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate everything. I, 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 
I'm old as hell. Everything's horrible. I don't want to be that guy. So yeah. I want to be a sexy old lady. That I know. Good with my yes. long locks. Yes. People always say they see me with ponchos and turquoise jewelry. Yeah, friend. <laughs> yeah, friend. Right? Yes. At, at, at uh, Sunday sermon. Yes. Okay. Dancing. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. I, I, I'm dead. Get down. <laughs> But at the end of the day, aging is a beautiful thing. It is. Yes. I wouldn't trade the wisdom. I wouldn't trade the years of memories. Like, the other day I was watching something on Netflix. It was a documentary. I think it's called I Am a Killer. Have you guys seen it? No, but don't push me. I ain't no killer, <laughs> but don't push me. Right. And it's sad because it, it um it's a documentary where they interview people who have killed people and ask them, like, what? pushed you to that brink and there was one guy who'd been in jail for 37 years and i was like to think that he's been in there since i was born Damn. like my whole lifespan he's been in a cell you know what i mean it just made me think of everything i've experienced and it also made me super grateful absolutely thinking of the countries i've gone to mm-hmm. the different schools you know we went through elementary school junior uh, high school, the college experience, getting our first job, first love. All the people love. you've helped and impacted. All like, the people you've impacted. All the people you. All the loves you done lost. All the loves you've done <laughs> lost. The loves you gained. The hearts you broke. The people who broke yours. Watching your parents get older. That's another thing too. Like my, which has been scary. Like I, I'll. Seeing them get older is hard. Hard is, yeah. <laughs> Something you don't really prepare for with aging. It's not just you aging, but everyone, everyone around, around you. you is getting a lot older. My grandparents, the fact that I only have one left is really sad. Um, my mom... Now, when she tries to read, she can barely see. You know, she has... She, I guess, I don't know if that makes her farsighted, where she can't see close up, so she has to put... Is that mm-hmm. nearsighted or farsighted? I think they are opposite, so I think it is farsighted. Okay, yeah. But so farsighted, right. I always mess that up. don't quote me because you know, somebody's <laughs> going to be like, no, yes. And it's like, I just right. think it's this. Whichever one that is where if she can't see close up, you know, she has like special glasses now. Even when you ever watch your parents standing up and <laughs> she'll be on the floor, it takes her like five minutes to stand they up. They brace themselves. Yeah. Things yes. like that. Things like that. Somebody who used to cuss me out, you know what I'm saying, is now... <laughs> Taking a beat to get things done. And yeah. that is something that makes you be like, damn, like, I'm sorry for everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was hard in Chicago being with my mom. I was like, damn, the old lady's getting old for real. For Look real? Look at this. Like, because I told you my mom, she don't get on the highway when she drives. My dad, he always does all the driving. And he even he will try to avoid the highway. But my mom. Really? Why? I don't know. But, you know, one thing, one thing that I do remember just about being in Atlanta was the traffic was always fucked up. So you just got to know them back roads anyway so to get off from working somewhere close to the city and then be older and have to sit in that atlanta traffic um now like people driving crazy because they thinking they're gonna swerve off my mom she's like "Uh uh-uh i'm not gonna be on that highway with that foolishness (laughs) meanwhile i'm probably one of them cars that be scaring her off the road because that atlanta traffic is no ho like i would be in that emergency lane you you was one of them cars yes 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 i was absolutely I bet up they think they're getting over. Let me go ahead and brush past because they're not really getting over. Yeah, I will box the shit out of you. I will. I'm not going to fuck your you shit fuck up. You fuck with me, you're going to get not... behind me in that rearview mirror, and I'm going to drive right next to the nigga next to me on a two-lane highway. Oh All God. I know is the slow cars are to the right. 
Right. Fast go too fast. That's right. Let me pass you. If you're going to pass me, I'm going to get over to the right for you. Tracy Chapman in the left lane. I'm telling you. So <laughs> she people, not everybody car. knows that. Not every. See, never mind. We got to talk about driving one day. Yeah, we should <laughs> oh, have I'm a driving good. episode. So please, because I'm a terrible one. So you I know, love tips. I need to get my license back again. So I'm going to bring in the material because I need to learn oh, the, nice. the New York City laws. Because I know, you know, y'all don't need I actually want to take some here. classes. I have my license, but I'm such a terrible driver. I want to take defense. I think drive. What is it? Defensive driving classes mm-hmm. just to kind of sharpen me I up. don't plan on getting a car anytime soon but I might just take the classes know, with you. Though, you know what I mean? Well, forget it. Let's do I it. I just want my insurance. So <laughs> I might come to that with you. That would be so cute. <laughs> yeah, you gotta drive the getaway together. car or something. You need to know <laughs> these things. I can be, exactly. I need to know what laws I'm not breaking when I'm driving the getaway car so you don't get caught. Okay? And as far as being cool mm-hmm. that's one thing I will say hasn't affected me. Mm-hmm. Like you know some people you ever seen like the older person you could tell they're still trying to hold yeah. on so they still like wearing Worst what fear. the young is wearing and you, they kind of look completely misaligned and off like you could tell they're not paying attention to what they what happens you just I'm get just hard looking at my clothes oh. <laughs> I don't want to be wearing what the youngins are he wearing down, I was like did the chair make you hard right. <laughs> uh, it is swiveling silently today I'm like ooh not making noise today, Chad. No, but you look cute. <laughs> I, you know the people we're talking about, though. I don't want to be there. And I never feel that way. I think I still wear what I think is cool. Mm-hmm. I don't really, like, look at the 20-year-olds on Instagram like, oh, you know, let me keep up. I really just rock what I want to rock, and I think everything I rock is cool. I so I haven't too. had any issues in that aspect, but, I mean. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I do want to date somebody to dress like. Like they're older, cause you know sometimes, older? Really? like yeah, cause you know sometimes like Stacey and, Adams and I and I mean they dress <laughs> like that because not everybody older dresses a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like style is like style, mm-hmm. but there are people that dress older and it's like, why are you doing that? Wait, like, like what? Like, like the, the Real Housewives of Potomac? Yeah, yes, but yes. I'm, but I'm gonna give you a perfect example because I like I like when people are dressed kind of funny sometimes because it's kind of like that's so cute. Like mm-hmm. one year for my birthday, <laughs> one of our friends came in Ooh. and he had on suspenders and a belt and I just remember that being so that just being a very touching moment because who hey, came little Kim from the uh, from Missy's I Can't Stand the Rain video <laughs> no. <laughs> who was it <laughs> who was it I know who it was don't I or do I not know who no, it was no you know who it was I don't know them is no, that who it is no but you know who it is oh okay <laughs> no okay <laughs> I can't, y'all. I just can't. I'm glad there ain't no cameras. Yeah, there's a whole nother show, people. (laughs) Anyway, go on, go on, go on. Let's go on. A little stuff like that, because you can kind of tell, like, certain people don't care about certain things. But I think when age hits you, you might start caring or you might not. But like, I met like younger people that dress like they older, and I'm like, why do you dress like that? Like, that's just (laughs) funny to me. And because I'll say like you're dressed like you're going to, uh, like you about to get sued or something <laughs> not like an actual lawyer I had to really fix that <laughs> and then they'll oh, be like God. well I just like dressing like I'm older and I'm like hmm okay so that's why I said dressing like you're older I was walking past this dude on my block and he had on the denim long shorts mm-hmm. the um, bluetooth in his ear <sighs> The, you know the old I mean? one that flip out? Yeah, that comes out. The one that hangs out. off the ear? Socks no, and the sandals. one that completely comes out, like, towards his eye almost. Oh, the one that looks like you work at, um, <laughs> like, you work at a car center. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it was a just headset. so funny to see. He had the, like, New York Yankees fitted. 
a bunch of keys the or change in his polo, pocket. The key, the keychain that's on the side. And I was just like, this is so funny. Like, that's a look. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, it is. <laughs> May we look. never. Okay. <laughs> God grant me the strength and the style. Okay. <laughs> so what's the takeaway? What's, what are your final thoughts on aging? Don't look like you got kids if you ain't got none. <laughs> Flat out. I feel attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Live your life harder. Tomorrow might be, I mean, today might suck, but tomorrow ain't going to be no better unless you do something about it. So live your life harder. Child. You're only getting old. You're literally (laughs) only getting older. So. Well. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. You know what's the main thing I'll say? When you're younger, you, you, uh, you pick at yourself so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I used to be unhappy with so many little things. Wasting time. Like dumb little things like acne and, you know, things that were just like part of growing up. Yeah. Um, Just don't even trip about all yeah. that. Because when you are at my age, not that I'm like super old either. I want to respect my elders. That's right. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll say that. Like, I know. Well, people be like, but you ain't even But I don't old. give a fuck because they used to be your age and they felt old at your age. Right. At our age too. It's so true. miss me with that. Be respectful just because I'm older <laughs> shit. You understand where I'm at. Right, and what I mean. But enjoy your beauty at all ages because I know now I look back at pictures in my 20s and I'm like, what was I was like nitpicking all these dumb little things and now I look back and I was so cute. And you know what I mean? And it's like, and I'm sure now with the things I'm feeling now that give me like a little bit of anxiety. I'm sure when I'm in my 60s, I'm going to be looking back at pictures of me 35 like, girl, what were you thinking? You're so beautiful. So I'm learning that. that you, we have to stop picking at those little things and your your fupa or your muffins or your acne or your hair length, whatever it is, your clothes. Have fun. Be beautiful. Enjoy it. Yeah. You know, you're always going to feel away. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. But yeah. don't get old and start doing shit like only using like house phones. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh like you God. know what I mean? Like just like disconnected. Get with it. You know what I'm saying? And stay with it. And don't refuse to, to change along with the time. That's true. Yeah. That's that's very true. My mom be emojied out. <laughs> I love it. She, when I finally taught her how to text and it still blows my mind sometimes that she understands like there's some days where I might not want to talk on the phone and Mm -hmm. she can like sense it and so Mm -hmm. she'll just text me we'll have a combo via text Mm -hmm. she'll send me emojis and I'm like if she sent me like a picture of a flower that she saw that she thought I'd like at Central Park I'm like she really knew how to send me a picture via iMessage you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like that's fucking cool I miss when I was younger my mom used to always come to me she's like make this my my ringtone like give me to do all the stuff for her like I used to have to put the music on her phone for her yes so the fact that she'll be hitting me with the bitmojis and stuff I'll be like oh my god right like Like they're part of of the lingo the digital lingo (laughs) I will say though just to, to finish off with a funny story I remember uh, a friend of mine's mother, someone close to me had passed and she wrote me like a whole text, being, you know, uh, extending her condolences. And then after all these really kind words, she wrote LOL. And I was like, <laughs> and there was a part of me that was like, she maybe she doesn't know she what LOL means. means. So I hit her later and I was like, what do you think LOL means? She wrote lots of love. <laughs> Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. 
That made sense to her. Yeah. Bless her heart. Yep. And I, even in me being in despair at that moment. You got the laugh you needed, yo. Cause you, she sent me LOL after someone died. Because yeah. you know what? Because for some people, they really got to guess what them letters be, what they mean. She did her best. Bless her heart. And that's it for this week's album. That's right. Now Since we jump. ain't getting no younger, I guess we might as well move on with the show. This is bottom 20-something. If you enjoy our show, you might also love The Nod, a podcast that tells the stories about black culture you won't hear anywhere else. The show is currently highlighting some of the best of episodes from its first year, so it's the perfect time to tune in. From Beyonce YouTube conspiracy theories, to a 70s team of black models that changed fashion forever, to the surprising historical connection between grape drink and black history, there's something on the nod for everyone. They've talked black hair on TV with Yara Shahidi, youth incarceration with Michael K. Williams, and Kung Fu's influence on hip-hop with RZA. Subscribe right now to The Nod, wherever you listen to podcasts, or go to GimletMedia.com slash The Nod. Let's jump into this week's wellness segment. How you gonna top I'm that? I'm old and set in my ways. I ain't doing it. <laughs> How you gonna top that rhodiola? Oh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to give y'all a super herb. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> Speaking of aging, let's talk about moisture. Dustin, you cut off your beard. I did. Now yeah. you just have the sexy goatee. But when you were using, you. not using, when you had your beard, I was what- using it too. <laughs> Please, let's be clear. <laughs> Please spread sixth the limb. Go ahead. <laughs> spread the wealth to those with beards. Yes. What were you using to keep it sexy and moisturized? Juices and berries. No, I'm Which just playing. No, but I used to wash it with like shampoo and I conditioned it with shampoo. Which ones? Um, I use a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I would use like to be fair, Johnson and Johnson baby shampoo. Really? Because it's very close to my eyes and I always didn't want to run the risk of like the soap getting in my eye. You know, I'm mm-hmm. still sensitive about that in my old age. So I used to use <laughs> Johnson scary. and Johnson uh, shampoo. Oof. And then like just whatever conditioner my sister would have or whatever. Would you use any creams or because all that? To make it no, shiny? I didn't want it. I didn't want it looking like you know I use shoe polish on it or no <laughs> shit like that. I didn't want it looking like I was in a witness it. protection right. program or like I was. What? Who was the one from um, uh, <laughs> Pretty Ricky that was on um, Love and Hip Hop Miami? With they the put one Beijing that, on it? The one that looks like Octavia Spencer a little bit. Oh, my God. What's his name? from Pretty Ricky? Yeah. The one Slick that was, him? No, no, not him. He don't look Baby like Octavia. Blue. He looks like Azalea Banks. Not Slick. There's only pleasure. Baby Blue. Baby B-A-B-L-U-E. Yeah. B-A-B-Y-B-L-U-E. Him. I don't want to look like that. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't use no additives. Yeah. I didn't want to use like like somebody drew your beard on and shit. I don't want to look. <laughs> I wanted my beard to look natural and appealing. You know what I mean? And healthy. Not like it had shoe blackening in Why it. Why so. you look like Octavia Spence? That's all. So that's what I did, friend. That's Wait, what I'm I What just, do you use for your beard? He does not. <laughs> that's why I'm sitting there like. He look like Octavia Spence a little bit. You know bit. what? I need to stop Googling. Things that you guys discuss. Because <laughs> no. between this and the grapefruit lady. Asante, bless what you've used on your hair. Black soap. Oh, word. Well, I just like black soap in my face. Mm-hmm. And it, I sometimes it dries me out a little bit too much. So when it's summertime, what I've been using is the Shea Moisture Soap. 
Like they got, you know, the men's line. So, oh, yeah. The so bars? Just, yeah, I like the yeah. bars. Yeah, oh, bars. So good. But they actually have a, the liquid line. I haven't found it yet. I've seen it at the pop up, the Shea Moisture pop up in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But um, that one's like an all in one shampoo, conditioner, body wash. Oh, damn. Whatever. So I might copy one of them. You can put that everywhere. Do y'all beards yes. get stinky? Hell no. Nah. No. Stinky. <laughs> <laughs> And then if it do, I don't, baby. How listen, y'all ain't got nothing else to talk beers about. Don't get stinky. Fuck no, it, it, it shouldn't. I'm thinking y'all like I don't get enough it. stuff in my beard. Like y'all don't be finding shit in your beard. Hey, what? <laughs> Fuck no. That's but like your had... worst nightmare. When you eat, I'm sorry. No, you, okay. eat okay. it, you never like you are so. Well, at least I was. <laughs> Like, like, so aware of food being in my beard. I, don't I get never wanted beard. to have food particles in your beard. Oh my god, you like, talking about feeling like a bum? Like, like I hate when food is like coming down my lip because I'm fat and I don't ever want to get caught like Whoa. trying to catch it on the side. So I, I don't oh like anything like coming out the side of my mouth like that. Like, banish the thought. I can't eat. Uh-uh. Like, imagine later, but like, like, no, I've never. But Ugh. see, I don't have a significant beard. I feel like I guess to catch Cheeto dust or whatever would fall in there. Like, I don't know. No, mm-hmm. my beard ain't never smelled. We're using your hair to keep it moisturized, especially because you color your hair a lot. Right, Whoa. you be getting hot oil treatment, and it looks good. <laughs> okay, so Julie, this is probably the VO five, that little hot tube, a little tube, little tube. Uh-huh. put it in a pot of water. <laughs> Yo, do they still make those? Yes, they do. I've seen one. And I thought to myself, damn, for old times sake. Who knows what that shit even is? <laughs> right? I was like, nah, point. today my shit probably right? going to fall out. Um, no, so I know Julius is probably listening, so I have to be open and honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, my hair is damaged. <laughs> damaged. Damaged. Um, damn, why was it Speaking of, Danny no, King's back gonna, out. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back to that. Oh, we ain't there yet. <laughs> Almost. But uh, yeah, so I was using the OGX shampoo for a, a while. You mm-hmm. know that little, the blue bottle, the coconut one? I don't think I know that one. OGX, they have all the different types. Like when you go to Bed Bath & Beyond, they have like the big ass wall. But um, they make lotion, all sorts of little shit. Mm. But um, I was using their shampoo and um, conditioning with like this color care conditioner. But now I've had to switch my whole game up. And he gave me some shit that he got from like Ulta. Mm. Well, something like Ulta Beauty. So it's supposed to like be repairing my hair and still color care and all that shit. Mm, so I was asking because when one thing that's interesting is when you start cutting your hair, and all the different lengths, you actually need different products. And then even when the seasons change, and especially as yes. you, even when you get older, your hair changes, which is something no one prepared me for. My curl type is completely different mm-hmm. than it was when I was first on YouTube. I, it was I had like a tighter coil. Now it's stretched out and a little bit looser. Um, I have gray hair. Have you guys started getting grays yet? Yeah, nope. I pluck them every time Do I see them. Do you really? I consider them to be Republican. <laughs> so I get them the fuck out of there every time. So you're not going to give us a salt and pepper moment? Um, When it's time. But that one hair here and there, <laughs> hell no. You got to go. Until y'all become the majority, I'm fucking every one of them up. Like, Can I period. just say, mm-hmm. that is very, like, uh, elusive. What? When a nigga has gray hairs. I met someone that was 20-something years old mm-hmm. on the earlier end, and they had gray hairs. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, you can't have the—and it was like grays in their mustache. So I was kind of like, how you got gray I love I grays, I think it's very though. distinguished. I love how it looks. No, it looked cute. Yeah, there was it a looked lady, fine. There was a lady in Toronto, an older old woman, and she had uh, braids in her hair, and it mm-hmm. was all gray. Mm-hmm. So I think she got braids to match her hair. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so fresh. She looks super fresh. Mm-hmm. They were, like, shiny— so cool, but 
I mean, I'm still getting used to the grays, especially because I don't know how y'all experienced it because my hair is longer than yours, but the grays are wiry. Like, they don't coil like the rest of my hair, so they kind of stick out. They're trying to tell you they're there. Yeah, they're dry, they're harder, they almost feel like hay a little bit. Maybe not hay, that's a little bit exaggeration, but they're just harder to maintain, and I noticed that moisture literally does not hit it. Like, it doesn't have any moisture barrier whatsoever. When I used to work on the Upper East Side, there was this black woman. She was, like, older, and her hair naturally was, like, you could tell it was naturally gray all over gray and white, and it was beautiful. She was a bomb-ass black woman dressed all the time, and every time I would see her, I would be on break from work, just see her in the street. She didn't even come in. I'd be like, you know, you're looking really, really well today. And she was like, thank you. You always say that, so I know you mean it. And I did. I I was like, you look great today. It's true. Like, I love it. I have, like, a little patch now on the left side of my hair that's like a whole patch of gray so i'm wondering i'm like okay this is they're coming in pretty hard i've even had gray eyebrows mm-hmm. i have a couple gray that's eyebrows cool. yeah so like i'm like that. okay i, I like never that. seen so that so you're gonna let your hair go gray as it just grays i think so mm-hmm. i was having that convo with my mom because she noticed it recently she was like you have a lot of grays coming in i was like yeah i think i'm gonna leave them mm-hmm I think I'm going to leave them. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it means but wisdom. I finally, yeah, right? True. Speaking of age, I finally found the combo for my hair that works really well. And it took a while of trial and error and a lot of products that were just, especially with my haircut, I did not realize that cutting it short meant that my other products were suddenly not going to work. Did they weigh it down? Well, that was the thing. You know I like big hair. I love mm-hmm. volume. But because I cut it so short, or it was like a little above my chin, volume doesn't work. I just mm-hmm. looked like a microphone. Like it didn't have shape. And so I was like, okay. And then I had to try a product that would weigh it down. So it gave it more of the really defined curls. But then it was weighed down too much. So I looked like straight out of a, a 70s movie. The black, right. what black is it? Exploitation film. Right. Come on, Pam. Like I black Shout out to Black Girl. That's my favorite black exploitation movie. It's so really. Good. What's it called? Black Girl. Oh, I gotta watch Look it. it. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. So you know, finding the you right combo. <laughs> I used to love them fucking movies. I don't know why that song is so funny. <laughs> so um, I've mentioned. Get back. Get back. <laughs> I've mentioned Oyin Handmade. That's O-Y-I-N. Handmade. Mm-hmm. It's a company out of Baltimore. Black-owned. Baltimore. Baltimore. Well, how they say you and two. <laughs> you and two. Everybody knew you put snooze. snooze. Shout out to Rara. Was she from Baltimore? Who's Rara? Rara. She used to talk. She had that song with... Um, uh, damn, you just posted that Robin. Rye Rye. Yeah, Rye Rye. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. What's she talking about? Rye yeah. Hold on. Let me look. I'm, we'll come back I to totally her music her, right? I love her. I totally, oh my God, you <laughs> took me back. But it's a family-owned company, which I think is so cute. If you go on their site, it's a mom, dad, and their kids, and they have the products in Target. Um, so That's I've amazing. Been, isn't it beautiful? I yeah. just love that it's family run, family owned. They are very conscious about the ingredients. It's a lot of the products are honey based, which is mm. awesome. So they all smell amazing. Mm. They have some that are frankincense and myrrh mm. um, fragrances, Come all like natural. That That'll get you into heaven. Listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So I love not only that it's black owned, but it's health conscious. And then it's affordable, too, because a lot of the times these uh, curly brands 
at the time, because they weren't as popular in Target, you know, they would be like one or two lines. Okay. Miss Jessie's. Oh, my God. Miss Jessie's like $60. Yo, they, right. they locked Miss Jessie's up in the hood. They had to. I'm sure Alicia's was $60 a pop. Right. Them neck strips, them Miss Jessie's neck strips that they would use to like, you know, to mold your hair or to like put around before they put the cape on and cut your hair. Mm-hmm. Them neck strips is $175 a pack. Oh, what? I'm just playing. Oh. <laughs> I see. I was like, where did you see that? <laughs> Because <laughs> when I was in the beauty supply store looking at the manic panic, you know, picking my new hair color, I seen the Miss Jessie's in there. I was like, damn, y'all got her behind bars too. Get your little pomade. <laughs> Everybody uh, used to use Miss Jessie's, that curl, was it curl the pudding? The curly pudding, yeah. the little oh, lavender the color pudding. bottle. Yes. Uh, anyway. I remember that. We all went through that phase. <laughs> and then cheaper bottles came out. I was like, okay. I'm good. Shane Moisture and dropped. And then mixed chicks was still out here prospering too. Mixed some chicks, expensive then things. Shane Moisture damn. dropped, then it was curls. I mean, they just kept coming. But luckily, because they started expanding the curl- the curly hair brands and natural hair brands, then they started getting a little bit cheaper. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, man, they was killing us, our pockets. So this brand, when it came out, I was so happy because not only, like I said, was it black owned, but they were health conscious, which you guys know is my whole mode of operation. Yes. So sh- show them love, buy their products. But the combo, and I know this isn't going to work for everyone's hair, so... If you feel like our hair patterns are similar, even though that doesn't always matter because then there's porosity, like how your hair absorbs mm-hmm. water. A what lot of things, well, so yeah, a lot of things meat. are factors. But something worth trying, I use the hairdo, which is uh, do as in D-E-W. I put that first. Is that first. the spray? No, it's like a cream. It almost looks like a lotion. Do you use the stuff almost that like Crystal be using? No, it's a lotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Crystal mm. use the same brand. I thought it sounds familiar because I be going through her hair stuff. You yeah. Know? Just always. Be. And you know her curls be on uh-huh. point. point. Uh, always. Okay. So we use the same brand, but we just use different products. But I use the hairdo first. So I use it on soaking wet hair. Like completely. I mean, talking about straight out the shower. I don't even dry it yet. Raking it in my fingers. I'm heavy-handed because because my hair is short. I need as much definition as possible. So you I seen that like meme where it's like, please use, like use a, a dime size, and, and it's, it's like, like a whole, whole dollop on the fucking head. I hate when they say right. that. I'm like, who's that using, using a dime size? I'm like, what does that mean? Ten ounces? It's only two in the Please. So I put the hairdo first on soaking wet hair, and then in the top layer, and not too much of it, I use the shine and define, which is. It's sort of like between a cream and a and a soft light butter. It's mm, fluffy. Okay. So that's sort of like a top layer and it kind of seals in the moisture and definition. So you got these two products. They work incredible as a tag team. And I let it air dry or if you have a diffuser, whatever your process is. Yo, my curls in Pop, Toronto man. were popping. Like I didn't even have to wash my hair in Toronto. The curls I left with, left New York with, was able to rock for about four or five days, which any natural or curly girl knows. If you can get five good hair days, you Damn. are doing something. So that was the combo that worked for me. And I was like, I got to tell people because that shit was, it almost made me mad because my hair's already grown out. So I feel like I missed <laughs> out <laughs> when it was shorter and like really freshly cut. I missed out on using this combination. Now I'm considering if I should cut my hair again, to how it was when I first cut it back in October. Should I just let it grow out? I know it was such a cute look, but it grew out so fast. This is usually why I don't get stylized cuts. Well, you had a plan anyway. I know. 
But I we'll don't know, talk. should I? We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> I'm like, should I let it grow out? But anyways, so there's something I wanted you guys to try. This is more of a beauty segment this week. Uh, fellas, don't be afraid to try the combination too. <laughs> Look, I'm sitting over... I'm going to have to find what's going to work, you know, because there's colors in my hair and I can't let a lot of it come out. Right. Actually, I'm going to get my hair braided soon, so. Same. Oh. Same. So you get your hair braided? Well, we'll see at the live show. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Y'all should have known these products was going to work. They call Oyen, right? Oyen. Oyen. That sounds like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you should have known. Like, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So that's it for this week's wellness slash beauty slash YouTube segment. Mm-hmm. And now let's move on to Mr. Music Man. What you got for us, Asante? Welcome to another episode of the Friend Zone. This is the Music Man segment, and I am your host, Asante. And I am co-hosted along here with Dustin Ross and Friend, and we are going to talk <laughs> music with you Yay. because so many awesome fucking things have been happening in music. Um, before we get started, I wanted to just clear up a couple of things. A, Rai Rai is from Baltimore. I was correct. <laughs> I was just happy to mention her because uh, Robin has a new song out. And I think I was thinking about Rai, uh, Rai Rai anyway because I just kind of missed her. Um, Robin has a new song called Missing You. I put that on the playlist for uh, The Put-In Volume 1, which is out now on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal. I am so sorry that... <laughs> Uh, that salute is only available on Tidal. That's not my fault. I had some people tweet me and say, hey, I see you're posting this screenshot of your playlist and it's not, this song is not on still anything else. I still haven't heard it. I'm going to play it for you. Frank. Please. I'm going to play it for you so you can have the moment with us. But um, yes, check out the playlist to put in volume one. It's out on all these platforms. I put over three hours, almost four hours of music on there just so you can hear a bunch of shit that you like, maybe some shit you don't like, and maybe some new shit that you didn't know you were going to like. So check it out. Maybe start from a song that you like and uh, play from there or just hit the shuffle. I tried to make it to where it could fit for either occasion. But um, yeah, I just want to talk about the playlist. And then I also wanted to touch on some of the new things the new people that have come out um or people out rather because i've been listening to trash lately Uh-oh. um i don't know if i told you a couple of weeks ago i was listening to crime mob yeah so i've just been kind of like last week every like other week i've been listening to like somebody from atlanta or something atlanta related but um i'm gonna come back to that in a second um Oh, actually, no. That is, this is still that i was sitting with julius and he put me on to a young lady by the name of tokyo jets and uh, Hood Bitch Out of Atlanta, which is my favorite. Um, there's oh, actually, that's her song. Uh, no, her her song is called No Problem. Uh, her name is Tokyo Jets with a Z. So mm. for anybody that's going to look her up, T-O-K-Y-O-J-E-T-Z. Um, she has a song called No Problem, and the video is really, really cute. Um, you know, she raps about, you know, I'm, I'm that bitch. Uh, <laughs> keep your bullshit over there, that type of shit like that. Um, because we are still talking about Atlanta and I want to talk about the Atlanta shit I've been listening to, lately I have been bumping one Soldier Boy's Tell Him, Soldier Boy Tell Him, because the crank that was just such a awesome, timeless track that we still revisit to this day. Yeah. I had to remember that there were a lot of, and it was Julius's fault actually, because we were talking about music and we just, like, he knew a song of the project called Snap and Roll. And so that inspired me to download the whole thing again and be like, yeah. Which was, was the jam, the might Snap I Snap and roll, yes. right? Like, so I, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, Soulja Boy was, like, jamming for a minute. And I had to remember that because we look at Soulja Boy now and he's a joke. Like, he was huge. Think about the first time you heard She Got a Donk. Oh, I remember. Donk. Like, in a club. Me and, what? Uh, first and foremost, 
they used to play Donk in was it the old tracks too? Anyway, I know that the new tracks used to play uh, Donk, and there was so much room that people used to have like routines for Donk. Oh, and gosh. I remember me and my friends had like a, a routine set up, and we all used to do the dance together when the song used to come on. So like Donk was definitely a moment in the memory. Between that and Sierra, never mind. Her. We're gonna come back to that. <laughs> Atlanta was his moment. Atlanta was my, Atlanta's life. I just anything Atlanta is gonna make me happy. And with that said, I've also been listening to um. Maceo, who was also another Atlanta artist, he had a, a hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a couple of uh, hits, uh, hood hits, I should say. Yes, he uh, did. Next Tell Chirp uh, was one of his hood hits. Uh, nigga, don't hit me on my Next Tell Chirp. Trying to conversate uh, about some motherfucking work. Out? Back in like oh, oh, I was six about or to seven. Say, like, is this now? Yeah, no, this no. is old shit. Oh. But but he did recently <laughs> release a project with Zaytoven. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's called Project Shit. Send me the link. I will definitely. Oh, and I can pull it up on Tidal Project for you. Shit. Project Shit. Project right. Shit. So, Apple Music or Tidal or oh, Spotify. I got you. So yeah, you can listen to the Friend Zone. I got it. So send me the <laughs> copy, and we are available on all those platforms and then some. Um, so yeah, a lot of Atlanta shit is all I've been listening to. Um, I have outside of Atlanta, I was listening to Toby Lou. He dropped a new project called Toby Lou and the Juice. I've been talking about Toby Lou because he's going to become the greatest. Is or that country really, music? <laughs> No, that's Toby Keith. Well, it sounds like it. I Toby know, right? Lou. Toby Lou. Toby Lou. Um, My daughter then left me, went on down the street. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Toby Lou, he dropped his uh project called Toby Lou and the Juice. Now, for those listening, uh, it's seven tracks on this project. And in the first track, I just have to spoil it. If you are going to go listen to this, in the first track, Kanye West is talking. That's all he does. He's just talking that track and then it's over. Because I almost turned it off. I almost said, all right, this is what we're not going to do. Yikes. But he's just talking that one track just for that, like 15 seconds. And after that, it's all over. So What is he talking about? Uh, he, he literally just goes, yo, this is your boy Kanye West. And you're now rocking with your boy DJ Ferris. Like the uh, the DJ. That's, like a drop? It's literally just a drop. All right. And that's it. But he's dropping the DJ, not Toby Lou. So I don't know why specifically. Right. But I guess because maybe the DJ produced the track and maybe he wanted to include that. I don't know how they worked that out or why. But not my favorite track anyway, because it starts, I started at number two just because I can't always listen to Kanye and skip, um, which is Saturday, which is a, a track that I'm really fucking with. But just check out the project. It's called Toby Lou and the Juice, and it's a really cool, colorful uh, cover, which always gets me. And he's a dope rapper out of Chicago. And Lou is L-O-U, right? L-O-U. T-O-B-I-L-O-U. Yep. Hmm. Check him out. And that's really it for right now for me. And then we can get into your listens lately. Dustin, you want to go first? Um, shout out to Sean Ross. Uh, he has a new track called Chrysalis. That's really, really dope. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, he dropped a visual on Team Vogue for it today. So it's really, dope. really dope. Um, check that out. I'm really proud of him. And he's making great music. So shout out to Sean. And produced by Brooke DeLoe. Mm-hmm. This is a dope combination. Super fucking dope. Um, also, of course, I've been listening to Nicki Minaj's Queen album um, from beginning to end. I like the album. I think it's very solid. Um, and I enjoyed it. I listened to it with an open mind and I just wanted to enjoy the music. And that's what I was able to do. Um, there's a lot of standout tracks. I love the title, not the title track. Ah! <laughs> the first track, <laughs> Ganja Burn. I love that. It's stuck in my head. Um, I love Barbie Dreams where she's, you I know, like taking little jabs. Yep. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I like that one. <laughs> I like Good Form. I like, um, of course, uh, Chun Sway, the song she has with Sway Lee. Oh, cute. I love that. I love the song Sir with Future. 
Um, I love the song with Foxy Brown, even though it sounded like she phoned it in. I was like, damn, is this phone a friend on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, no. But Foxy was spitting, though. And hearing Foxy spit over that beat, it was like, it felt so good. The album is very New York hip-hop. Very New York hip-hop. I'm going to sit with it this weekend. It was good. So I've been listening to that. Um, What else have I been listening to? That's basically it. Cash Dial's The Vault mixtape is still in regular rotation over here. Um, Cash Dial. Has there been anything else that I've been listening to that's been noteworthy? Nope, that's it. Just uh, um, I had a Robin moment yesterday and listened to a lot of Robin (laughs) songs. And I ended up putting her um, cover of, well, not cover, excuse me, her acoustic cover of her song Be Mine. Uh, when she performed it, it was a very beautiful performance. So I put that on my IG story, and that's it. I've just been, you know, laying low, listening to music. <laughs> you better low, friend. Um, y'all remember I told y'all about Maluma, mm-hmm. yeah. his fine ass. He has a song called <laughs> Mala Mia <laughs> that he just dropped, and it's very, very good. Um, who else? Uh, what's his name? Childish Major. Oh, yeah. I love him. He's so dope. He has a song called Know Nothing that just dropped. Um, and Phony People. Remember Phony People? Mm-mm. You never heard of them? They were super, super dope. They're, uh, how would you describe them? I guess they're like a band and it's all black dudes. They're super spacey and alternative and R&B, but it's like indie R&B. This sounds appealing. Right. Yeah, and they have a they have a lot of really good songs, but they just dropped a song called Before You Get a Boyfriend. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what was the song. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, the song I loved of theirs was it's called Why I Love the Moon from the Yesterday's Tomorrow project. That's like an old song. I can't even remember it. I think that dropped in like 2015, but they just dropped a new joint, which to, I mean that's been that means they've been gone for a while, so it's nice to see them back before you get a boyfriend. And oh, so Spotify has an African Heat <laughs> playlist now African because heat. Afrobeat is <laughs> what kind of songs is on there? <laughs> Your face. Right, here we are about to get another one, friend. <laughs> <'Cause> Af- <laughs> <laughs> Our Morse code for that should be elliptical. <laughs> He's getting an elliptical. So, um, <laughs> so y'all know that Afrobeat is taking over the world. Yeah. Like it's always been popping. So I'm not even gonna try to front. Like just because we know about it, it makes it cool. It's been cool. Right. We just finally catching on or catching up, I should say. And it's sort of just becoming the new thing now over here. Um, in the States. And so, of course, Spotify started this uh, playlist called African Heat. It has like 300,000 followers. So people are catching on. And it has all the newest Afrobeat records. And they update it. Oh, it's so good. They update it regularly. Um, I'm trying to find. Oh, here it is. It's a record called Legbe. Oh, sometimes I feel bad <laughs> saying the names because I know y'all like friends. <laughs> Look, and, and you know what? Not for nothing. But I'm trying. But that's exactly why I don't feature any of the artists because I'd be like, I'm going to mess all I'm, of these I'm, names I'll be up. trying, but I love it because y'all be correcting me and it's all love. And I'm that's like, why I don't mention it because they all be, me say it like, um, it's this. And then one day, one day, I forgot who it was, but I mentioned somebody and somebody like gave me like a whole rundown of how I was offensive messing up their stuff. And I was oh, like, no. my name gets messed up all the time. Asante. 
Right. Right. And I'd be like, it's of African origin and it still gets messed up and I don't give <laughs> anybody the essay. But I like when y'all correct me because at the end of the day, I'm trying to give the props. So I'm right. going to make sure the props are right. And if you meet the artist, you want to say it right. You know. <laughs> um, but his name is Mr. Real and his song is called Leg Beg Bet. I think mm. I hope I said that right. Like big bit, but I just want to play y'all a little bit because it is so dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guys are over here dancing. <laughs> Wait till it drops. <laughs> the grandmaster baby. The grandmaster baby. The grandmaster baby. <laughs> Ain't that hot? I like that. Yo, I really wish there was a camera in here. <laughs> I could see them like over that. <laughs> But that track, crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. So, shout out to this playlist because it's keeping me in the know. Um, and that's it. That's it for me. I have one last thing I want to mention in my trashy life of things that I've been listening to. <laughs> um, of course, I've been revisiting Travis Scott just because I love that project so much. But it also made me remember that, oh, shit, I didn't listen to the Trippy Red project. And oh, it, yeah. he. I just heard his single today. Initially, I hesitated because, you know, some of them songs, he just sound like, you know, he just, wow, wow, wow. But there were actually some good little gems on there. You sound like what? Wow, 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 wow. I'd be like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, is he dying or something right now? He's just super depressed. Like, wow, wow. They're all super sad. His newest record, though, to me, sounded like XXX, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. Right? When I was listening to it, I was like, "Uh, is it paying homage? I don't know. That's always hard, too. They were really tight, so who knows? Right, it's hard when all that stuff happens because I remember for a while, even like Lil Uzi Bird or maybe Rich, not Uzi, but Rich the Kid, and um, I forget who the other rapper was, but they were kind of beefing because people were saying that they sounded alike and they used to be cool, but then they weren't no more. MC Light. And all I could think to myself was Rich the Kid trying to narrate a show because, you know, he gave the BET Awards. Oh, my God. Hey, what's up, bitch boy? Rich the Kid. You watch the BET Awards. MC Light couldn't be here tonight. Um, anyway, <laughs> yes. What Trippy is Uzi? I don't know, but I'm, I I need another we ready. like Probably somewhere rubbing we icy ready. hot on that shoulder. Oh. <laughs> He's sick of that shit. My shoulder, God damn, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I ain't been able to sit straight up since I started that shit. <laughs> right, arthritis in the shoulder. <laughs> um, I think <sighs> Lil Uzi. Well, since we're talking about age, this this episode, I always think about when I was younger, like how hot it was when the snap movement was growing, uh, coming up and shit. But it's like I'm old now and Snap has been there and done that. So it's like I'm kind of holding on to like an old thing. But I love watching Lil Uzi Vert specifically that you mentioned because he always posts like the little, you know, trap shit that's going on in the hood. And it's him and this dude doing this little dance. I'm sorry. I've been listening to this. That's where's that on his Instagram? Yes. Let me find out I need to follow Lil Uzi. But the only reason that this song is playing is because they're doing this dumb dance. Like the dude with him, he's known for doing this dance. Cute. But I just love oh, following. I'm about to follow Lil Uzi. <laughs> I have alerts turned on for Lil Uzi Bird. Dang. That's how real it it's is. It's real though. He's for real. so cute. Oh my god. Awesome fan of his. But um, yes, there was one last thing I was going to mention after Trippy Red, but I forgot. So, um, I guess we can talk about Danny D. Kane if you would like to. 
Yeah. I they look great. I mean, I don't I didn't read details in on it or anything. Well, uh, it's a announced, tour. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tour and three albums, a Dawn album, a Dumb Blind album, and a DK3 album. Oh, okay. shoot. Yeah. So there there's a whole rollout and Smart. I'm very happy to see that the girls look beautiful in all the um well, the photos Roy. I saw. Yeah. yeah. They look great. Um, shout out to Dawn in this week's episode of Insecure, Insecure which yeah. was Fucking a funny ass up. role. She's so talented. She's so I be funny. writing this stuff <laughs> with them loud ass <laughs> pants. Okay. Oh, she really do though. So thank God they're back together because we know that Dawn has the talent to carry the group. So I'm very excited that they're back together and we get to get good music. Yeah. Also, another thing posted on the internet uh, outside of the clip from Fatty Cool was the clip from when Diddy had fired the girls all over again. And it was like, you know, it was that moment of them all together at the table. Mm-hmm. And Diddy, you know, had already fired Aubrey. And they trying to kind of fight to keep all five together. And low-key, I don't want to do this roller coaster again. <laughs> but because we're going to do it, I just hope it gets done right and properly. And that's all I want. Like, that's literally all I want. They're older. Yeah. Maybe things will be different this time around. Because I'm sure really they look back so. at where they fucked up before and can just kind of fix it. I think that I'm always going to be a fan of Dawn's. But, like, the, but... Shannon, I ain't really never had nothing against her. But Aubrey, it's just always been something about her that's bugged me. And it was still reaffirmed when I got on her Twitter and saw she was retweeting Ambrosa. So, um, I don't know. I just hope as a group, when it comes to music, that they just want to make the right decisions for music and art's sake and not make it personal and, like, leave that shit out of it. Because I'm going to go see them if they're going on tour. Yeah. Without a doubt. I'm, I, I wonder if I would go. I would go for Dawn. I remember I saw Dom perform once at, um, damn, I can't remember what the venue was. And she was great. Mm-hmm. I think she was opening up for PJ Morton. You were there? Yeah, you remember that show? I was at that show. What was that venue downtown? <laughs> high, was it Highline? But yes. Highline Ballroom? It was absolutely I cannot believe you were at that I was show. At, of course, it was PJ. She was fucking homie. it up, that show. She killed it. And she was wearing um this dude, uh, Dramatic Fashion. Shout out to Jay, Dr- JD. Tang, he, you and your memory. Yo, because she, she used to... What that, era was this? This was Golden Heart. This was okay. like this was the beginning. So mm-hmm. you know her shit was extra on point. And I remember she came out looking like she ain't never missed a beat. Like yo, she danced her ass off. That's why she's when a great performance. That's why Oof. when DK three came back that first time, I was like, well, Dawn's ready. So I just hope the other girls are. And then well, it was you know four of them at first, and then Dre had the baby. So then it was kind of like, oh, all yeah. right, what are they playing? See? That was my first time seeing Dawn, first and last, because I never saw her uh, on tour or at a show again. Never had the chance to catch her. But that right there, I was like, she's good. I she saw performed her at Moby Fest. And she, oh, that's so I was right. able to literally look at her. Yeah. I wish I would have been able to see that because I'd seen her perform at least three or four times since that performance. And every time she killed it. Like yeah. every time. She's solid. Yeah. She's solid. And like her music, her music not every artist has a musicality. Okay. <laughs> Don Richard. Outside and of choreography. The, outside of the, the, the dancing and the dressing or doing whatever, she she got the musicality. Okay. Yeah, for sure. The she voice. Got it. Man, please. She got it. So I just hope that the other two girls, Sean and uh, Aubrey, I was going to say Andrea, but, you know, Andrea's a mom and she's respecting her privacy, (laughs) respecting her parenthood. But I just hope that the three of the girls, like the three, they do the shit. Because I wasn't a fan of Dumb Blonde, but I know people that like their music love it. They do got some cool tunes, but it's not for me. Mm. So I just hope, like, they do, like, the shit out of their project and they allow Dawn to do the shit out of hers. And then they come together and say, 
all right, we together, so we're going to do this, and it's going to be hot. That's a cool rollout, though. Hell yeah. Three projects, I'm here for it. It's a way to bring the fans back, because it almost feels divisive, like you have to choose if you like were a fan of the group and they fell out. So it's like a way to bring back and say, all right, we're making amends, so we want the fans to make amends, too. Yeah, bring all the markets together. Smart. Yeah. Now, Super I smart. will, I hate to be that guy. Because I know we're never going to have all five back, but I, I do wish D. Woods would come back or was asked back. Oh, I was about to be like, five? Exactly. <laughs> That's right. D. Woods has never, she wasn't asked back the first time it happened, and they just, I don't know what happened, but she just ain't been asked back. Which Dang. one of y'all said y'all thought Kendrick Lamar was D. Woods for a minute on Power? You know. Who said that? Which one, somebody, which one of y'all said it? Is that it, Asante? That is it over here for Music Man Land. Co-produced by Afropunk and How Stuff Works, Afropunk Solution Sessions is a podcast that explores real-world solutions to the problems that marginalized people face. From running from political office to restorative justice to activism, Afropunk Solution Sessions arms people with the knowledge and tools they need to affect change and build power in Black communities. Every Wednesday, co-hosts Bridget Todd, Eve's Jeff Coat, speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers, and community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid, and Patrice Coolers about how to resist oppression and stay engaged. Afropunk Solution Sessions is inciting meaningful conversation and motivating people to make a difference. Some of these conversations include... What does it mean for black people to have a seat at the table? And how can we expand reproductive rights for marginalized people? And lastly, how can we reclaim our space? Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to, unfortunately, Fran, pass the ball back to Dustin Ross because we're in TV (laughs) land. So He is down on his own (laughs) show. I remember she used to have that side shave. I remember Kendrick Lamar laces. He had that hair off to one side. And it was, a, it was, it was a mullet. Yeah, it was D. Woods for a minute. Anyway. I did not like that mullet. The point is, um, a lot of stuff came on TV this week. Let's start with Basketball Wives, shall Previously we? Previously on Basketball Wives. I just want oh, wait, to make no, a note sorry, of it. Let me it. do it like Jennifer. Previously on Basketball Wives. Oh, God. I don't know right. if I've ever heard her do it, so I've always wanted to. Like, well, whatever she said, it was a lie. Um, wow. Jennifer, she has just really been Out a loser game. this season. For real, she has. And it's a damn shame because we've been waiting. <laughs> I'm just going to speak about the shows. This ain't no review of each show. I just want to talk as a fan for a minute. Like somebody who's watched Basketball Wives from season one. Mm-hmm. The Miami franchise as well as the L.A. franchise and now this hybrid franchise they've created as the singular vessel. Like, first of all, one thing I will say, because let's start with something positive. Jackie Christie has kept her hands clean this season. She turned it around. I ain't going to go that far. I mean. I'm going to say that she has kept her hands clean so far. And I'm going to add a so far in there. She's kept her hands clean so far this season. And it's very refreshing. People always think, I know this is a dead horse that we beat. I know this is a K. Michelle that we beat into the ground. But what I want to say is that. You know, people think that we watch these shows for drama, confrontation, arguments, and fights. And while that is sometimes true, depending on what show we're talking about, it's not the reason that we like reality TV as a whole. So it is refreshing to see them have fun together, crack jokes, you know, have witty banter as friends, all support each other. You know, seeing all that stuff is good. And shout out to Jackie Christie. I cannot believe I'm uttering those words, but shout out to Jackie Christie. For her performance thus far on Basketball Eyes has been great. Who has been doing a horrible job has been Jennifer Williams. As a fan, I'm pissed. We finally got her and Evelyn back on the same page. (laughs) 
Sorry. We finally got we finally got her and Evelyn back on the same page. And, you know, it is just really disheartening that after we got everything we wanted, Jackie Christie acting right, Evelyn and Jennifer on the same page, Malaysia getting recognized as a uh, an OG veteran of the show, you know what I mean? And giving camera time worthy of someone of such stature. Jennifer drops the ball. Do you know she didn't even show up to the reunion? Good. They can Good. Do oh, we didn't wait all season to see her ass get cussed out and held to the fire for the things that she lied about and all the shit she started. And the one opportunity <laughs> you get as a fan to see all the real issues get hashed out is what? The reunion. Everybody knows when it comes to reality shows that are, are an ensemble cast like this, the reunion is what you wait for all season long. And if the person who has been at the nucleus of all of the drama, all of the shit, all of the mess, all of the lies, and that really deserves, okay, all the fingernails, all the acrylic, rhinestones, and glue to be pointed in their wow. direction, for them to just not show up, how... Well, if it was a guy, I would say it was a certain thing. But since she really got one, I can't call it that. But how? I mean, it's just it's just corny to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't believe she took the punk way out and like literally did not show up to the. I don't video know. Yet. You could do that. You can't. I thought you were contractually obligated. She, you are, and that's why I hope oh, that wow. means she just ain't coming back to the franchise. The way that's that they was killing her this whole season, I really feel like she would have just sat there that whole reunion and be like, "Yeah, whatever." And it's like, no, girl, you got to like speak up and, and speak up to the fact of what you did, and she's just gonna be. Be like, oh, okay, and like make some shit up and just try to sway us. And it's like, no, that's not gonna work. She had pepper spray in her handbag oh um, in that last scene when Tammy was cussing her ass out, and Tammy's fiance, um, Reggie, had to physically remove her from the space the day Tammy had on the limo driver outfit. Um, that's when Jennifer had, that's when Jennifer had Sammy. Now, he you says know. it to me like I know what to Yeah, that she had on that turn the car hand over hand ass outfit. But oh. And you know what? That same limo driver had that earpiece you was talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, Tammy had it too. It was underneath that wig. Stop. Her wig literally looked like, you know, the ears on the dog on Lady and the Tramp? The long, like, brown. <laughs> that's what her wig looked Has like. Has Tammy ever tweeted you? She blocked me. Oh. She been blocked me. Did she really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember why, but she blocked me. Whatever. Oh shit. Her Scotty Pippen looking ass. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah. So I was. I'm tired of that. Um, basketball wives. You know everything that we enjoyed. I just feel like we're getting just cheated because she didn't show up to the reunion. So mm-hmm. as a as a, a gift, I guess a parting gift, we do end up getting to see Malaysia literally throw a table at her. So wow. we're there in Amsterdam. So yes. I'm looking forward to that. At least we still get that. Mm-hmm. Um, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. I just want to say I'm tired of Monique getting the bad edit and the bad rap. I am. This week on the show, um, Drew, a.k.a. Little Fizz, um, <laughs> he was back on the show and he literally is now dating a girl who mo- used to be quote unquote best friends with Monice's girlfriend. Okay. And who we later found out, you know, cheated or did something flirtatious, messed around, around with Monice's girlfriend. Now she's dating Monice's son's father. Okay. Wow. Right. And the fact that he would date her and it's not just for the show because there's tangible evidence of this being something that has been taking place for a while. And the fact that he would do that to me, I just really felt where Monique was coming from because yes. she didn't even really make it about the messy aspects. She literally started speaking from her heart. 
real yeah. shit. She was like, I feel like you have never been concerned with me. You've never supported me. The fact that you can make these decisions. Like, she just really broke some shit down. And meanwhile, you have this girl in the background who don't give a damn about nothing but having a moment on TV. Really? Who came down these steps, starting Literally. all kinds of shit, being completely inappropriate. Not being, you're not behaving in a way that's conducive to some sort of resolution. Monique sat down, so background. Monique and the girl had a huge falling out. Once it became known that they were together because the girl came downstairs in the scene, which was totally set up, but whatever. Right. She comes downstairs in the scene, and now it's known that her and Drew are dating. The information gets back to Monique. So of course, she's upset because the girl has literally, like, it's like she's going out of her way to put herself in Monice's life and they literally hate each other. So Drew orchestrates this big sit down between all the parties because they do have a kid together, whatever. Monice literally sat down in this group and she's like, Calmly. before I ask anything, Drew, is this a real relationship? Yes or no. If so, whatever. He, he alludes to the fact that it is. So she, you visibly see her check herself and then approach the conversation from a fair place, like with, you know, resolve in mind. She's like, okay, since it is, she's like, Tiffany, I never had a, a personal problem with you. If you're going to be here, I want things to be good between us because of my son. Mm -hmm. Like she came at her like that and here the other girl responded in a way that wasn't conducive to that. It was confrontational. It triggered Monice. And then here comes the big blow up. And I hate the fact that they always make her look like this wild girl who don't give a fuck yes. and who is out of control because everything she's done, in my opinion, has been a response or a reaction. Yes. They tested her about her motherhood because Drew had custody of the son. They never were apologetic about that. It was funny and novelty to them. And I just have always had a soft spot for Monique because I've always felt like she's had to defend herself. And you can see even like in that scene, when she started breaking down to Drew about how like he has played his part, he wasn't trying to deal with none of that. And he ain't never tried to. Because in my mind, if I'm dealing with a baby mama, and a woman that's problematic is coming down the stairs to fuck shit up. She's literally doing that. She's not trying to make my situation easier. So why would I want to continue to have this woman around or do any of this shit or play any of this? So for me, Fizz, it ain't really connected for him that Moniz, this is something she's dealt with from him in the past. Like, you know, we're talking about our child, but I can't get my shit together long enough because you be having these bitches disrespect me. And literally, she don't come off to them like, you're a bitch. She, she sat there at the table, like Dustin said, calmly, and was like, all right, this is something you're serious about. So, you know, A, B, and C. And then the girl started coming out her face. So it was like, it's not like she just like, look, bitch, you're going to respect me and uh, have manners around my child. She didn't do none of that. The girl was respect disrespecting her. And it makes Monique look like she's just always going off on somebody or trying to poke the bear or the beast. And she's literally just trying to get her shit together so she can be the best mom she can be. And everybody's just always going to be like, well, look how crazy she acted. She can't be that good of a mom. And I'm just sitting up here like, this is awful. <laughs> this is really fucked up. And I know people sign up for some of this stuff. like, And they know that they're going to be portrayed a certain way or people are going to go a certain way with these stories. But it's like when you watch this shit unfold, at what point do you, Fizz, <laughs> say, well, damn. Maybe I play a role in this and like now I need to start seeing that and like understand I need to keep my shit separate or do whatever. Cause he's just looking at that shit like Monique's always acting like, you know, this, this, that, and the third. And it's like, bro, you literally are fucking her enemy. Like you can't cut her no slack on that. Like you're fucking someone she don't fuck with that's coming at her about her parenthood. And now you want to bring your child. Like he literally said, she's going to have to deal with the fact that she's going to be around. She's talked about her being a bad mom. You're going to have her around your child. Too much for me. Is this the um, 
because I remember I watched the clip. I think you guys were showing me maybe last season where Monisa's girlfriend had like a best friend who yep, also that best like friend. loved her. Mm-hmm. It's yep. her. Mm-hmm. The best oh. friend is back for some camera time this season. Okay, got you. Because on the re- I had to put a face to the name. Because on the reunion, she wasn't getting enough of her life, so she had to keep fucking with Fizz, and now she's on this season. Wow. Yeah. So shout out to Monisa. I just feel like she gets a bad rap sometimes. We see Momo. Um, Brooke Valentine is still there, draining. Um, A1's mother is getting on my nerves. I'm sick of everybody. The, the show, especially the moms. Thankfully, we have the balance of the authenticity and scenes like that where people have real breakdowns and shit where you can, like, kind of, you know, identify with them. Um, as opposed to everything else, like Lyrica Anderson. Some things were funny, though. Like A1, when he was going off on Lyrica, they were arguing. He told her, with all that big ass hair. You got that big-ass hair or whatever. And Lyrica had on that wig, that blonde wig. So, like, that shit had me rolling. And then when A1 came home drunk and he was like, I am done with you. I'm just going to say it. I want a divorce. What? Just going to say it. We getting a divorce. All of that. But the way he was doing it, because he had come home from drinking, it was funny. The way that That he was responding. They both had me laughing. I was like, are they being serious or they laughing? Because the way they was going back and forth, like these niggas seem like they were really clowning and they just going to laugh. You know, people were tagging me to the video. I don't know whose mom it was, Mm -hmm. but it was a video that was like a sexy camera pan from the feet. And then it started going up, and, and it was somebody in a red. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was That's the jumpsuit we were talking about Who's at the beginning of the show A1's? last week. <laughs> That's A1 yeah. Mama. That's A1's mother. Yeah, I really be tagging me to some crazy shit. Um, but, yeah, so that's that. Um, uh, the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion came on. Everybody looked crazy. Um, wow. I would accept Karen. I wish that Monique's dress would have been black because it would have looked better. It still would have been a fool, but it would have looked better. Um, Robin did look like, you know, a white male with her haircut like that at the reunion. But it's, it actually is weird because I've seen his style where it looks really flattering on her because she's really pretty. And I love that short hair on her. It just looked horrible. She literally looked like a white man at the um, reunion with that short hair. And then they all had on real tacky, like, just like prom slash bridesmaids dresses they all looked a fool you gotta think about shit like when you get dressed for the reunion how's this shit gonna look when i'm sitting down um does it look like like it can't be an outfit that it takes a long time for people to take in and -hmm. recognize that it's visually appealing it can't be all this jewelry that people have to look and see the colors of the stones match this and now it all makes sense you can't take those kind of risks when you get dressed for a reunion you have to think does this look good from afar does it look good while i'm sitting down will it make my posture look this way if i speak this way or move that way they don't really be giving it that thought Prime example, Giselle had on like a baby shit green dress. Baby shit green. Yeah, it's like baby shit green. Like, you know, after baby oh like God. that, them Gerber, that peas, the mashed mm-hmm. peas, baby food, you know how the shit looks. Mm-hmm. That's the color Giselle's dress was. It had a piece wrapped around her neck that went back that looked like a choir sash, if that's a thing. You know that that piece that they wear on top of choir robes <laughs> yes. that sometimes it's a color and cut like a point at the ends. Mm. She had like that, but going backwards on her neck. So it looked like she was trying to cover up her old neck. Mm. And then she had a ponytail on that looked like it had PLPD insurance. And it was kind of like, it was too wide. Like when you get a ponytail in your hair, in order for that to look sleek and attractive, the ponytail at the base can't be too wide. If it goes all the way across, it just looks like, 
I don't know. It just looks like the pony sale, the, the ponytail pony decided sale. to come too. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're like, well, I'm going to go with you. Like, that's what the ponytail looked like. <laughs> then she had on, like, these long earrings with all these colors, <gasps> like, that were hanging down. It just looked very, I don't know. She looked terrible and was talking about how other people look. Um, Ashley looked the same. Um, Why do they always wear gowns? I know, right? Switch it up. I always it's, wonder that. They dress up because it's, a you know, a big event of the season, of the season or whatever. Um, but the first season that of Real Housewives of Atlanta, the very first reunion, Nene had on stretch pants and like an oversized <laughs> really? sweater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real TJ Maxx, like real, <laughs> re- real like around the way regular, like somebody you know. Was it from her clothing line? She didn't have one back then. Oh, okay. This was season one. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, got close you, your legs, Mary Man Nene. This was Lanethia still. Gotcha. Now she's Nene Leaks. Leaks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, so the Housewives of Potomac, nothing eventful happened. Karen had a breakdown, whatever. Next week it'll be good because the husbands come on and we really get to the mess. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Queen Sugar's been good. Um, I'm sick of Micah. He's on the verge of becoming the new Tyreek for me. Speaking oh, of Tyreek. no. Which is because oh Queen Sugar, God, I'm, I've no. been so over it since that whole Nova and Remy thing. That really just tore my ass. And actually, Queen Sugar tore their ass with me regarding that. And so I just have been like, me and Queen Sugar, I'm just, we side eyeing each other right now. Um, power, more so of the same. Oh, you already shoot. know. More of the same. I'm sick of Tommy talking too damn much. Now Teresi has what he needs. You know what I'm saying? saying I, I don't trust Teresi's wife at, at all I hate everybody I hate Dre um, Ghost is Pim and Angela then fucked so that's getting on my nerves already Angela's back around and it's just, Jamie oh my god I just <laughs> hit it J-Lo it's really like gonna be, Jamie she annoying I, as fuck Angela just, gotta go how does Tommy keep breaking into her crib which him easy <laughs> Popped up in the back of the car. (laughs) I'm just tired of everybody. Hey there, Ange. What do you think of Angela at the end propositioning the cop? The, the oh, oh, I know it, but it's uh, she's only shooting herself in the foot. Yep. She's complicit now. I know. I was like, why would and you it's, do And it's that? more people than he just hates her. her. Yeah. She's so stupid. She's so stupid. All them la la dumb. So what are we? <laughs> so what are we really doing? Now I shouldn't say la la because it's not la la. It's Keisha. Right, it's Keisha. Keisha. Oh, so God. what is this? What are we really Keisha doing? Keisha going to be down so bad. Them them prejudiced ass um, people are going to eat her alive when they find out Tommy's girlfriend is black. You know, that's going to be an issue. All of it is just going to be, it's just a mess. And and I feel like, although this is riveting television and riveting writing, I feel like they literally get together and be like, all right, y'all, how are we going to piss everybody off this time? (laughs) Right. And just make everything go as wrong as it can go. Power really makes my stress high. For Bro, real. When Tommy's mom. I was just about to say. Oh, when she showed up. Bitch. Hell yeah. And then the other lady, Teresi's wife, was like, my, my son. son. Okay. Oh, Jesus. That's when the ass whooping should have happened. She said, hey, my son yeah. said, get out. And you know what? It sucks that Tommy's in that position because the Teresi's wife loves him so much that she wants, or she wants Tommy to be safe so he'll have somebody. And then Tommy's mom know that Teresi ain't shit, so she's trying to save Tommy, too. And she knows more than she's telling because she's so... One thing about Tommy's mom, she literally is nothing at all, but she, at the end of the day, she has a maternal, like, instinct when it comes to Tommy, and she will tell him things to save him. You can tell that they're they're mother and son by the way that they have them instincts because, you know, Tommy just be kind of knowing some shit going down or how to, like... 
get out of some shit right fast. But so, I'm talking about her maternal instincts. Like she shows a she... certain amount of compassion to Tommy at the end of the day, no matter how crazy and fucked up she is. When oh, it comes yeah. down to it, her maternal instinct kicks in. So as, even though she's stuff. like a horrible person, she keeps telling him not to fuck with his right. father. Yeah. And he needs to listen because I feel like it's something that she's not saying. That she could say. Well, you know, she do drugs since she a redhead. So back in the day, she needs to bump. So she know what time it is. <laughs> Shit. As deep as he is in the family, she know what time it is. That's why she's trying to tell. She don't know that Tommy's really, really still down with ghosts the way that he is. So I feel like she just think that he's, oh, he's my son. He's a good boy. He probably just sell a little coke on the side. She don't realize mm. Tommy that nigga. I disagree. I think she's very well aware. Tommy has... The things that have happened between the two of them, she knows definitely, like, the depth and reach of Tommy's roots in the street. I think that she knows all those things, so she's fearful of Tommy. But like I said, there's something that kicks in every fucking time where she just turns into that mama bear and she's like, let me save you. So I'm just, I don't want it to hit the fan, but it's going to hit the fan. And I do hope that when it hits the fan, what it is is a splattering of blood and bones. <laughs> Preferably those of Tariq. Yeah. If not, I'll take Terezi's death as well. So, Jeez. or Dre. I'm ready for Dre to die too. And I hope we get to watch. And his, um, that dude on his team. Oh my God. You know yes, about? yes, yes. Um, the one that he's making he keeps faces. Him. Don't you want to be number two? Yeah. Uh, Man, you, uh, now you know I'm gonna say yes. He drives me nuts. It's them faces he be making that be killing me. That he's plotting with Kanan yeah. on the side. That dude. Oh. Hey, yo, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> his, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so that's it. They wanted me to kill that's ghosts. That's it. Mm-hmm. But and now we jump into what you guys want to ask us or asking for a friend. It's what and you, you know got what for us? Last time I followed his instructions. <laughs> What you got for us this week, Kanan? I want to give a shout out to Jackie. Jackie's email is, oh, as per usual, don't forget to email us at the friendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Not my personal. Thank you. Uh, the subject is frenemy advice. And uh, this, say, hello, I love you guys so much. You help me get through so much. So please keep this anonymous. We love you too. This is something I've been reflecting on for a while. I have a friend that I have jealous feelings towards, and I'm having a hard time controlling them. We have a lot of different things in common and tend to get comparisons, which I think contribute to this feeling. I find myself always comparing myself to her and often feeling inadequate. I also sometimes feel a competitive nature from her, too, though it's very slight and doesn't happen a lot. We are really good friends. She's a great friend to me, someone who I can trust and who is there for me emotionally and vice versa. I've never had these negative feelings towards any other friends, and I don't know if this makes me a bad friend. I don't really know what next steps to take. Thank you and blessings to you all. Chill the fuck out. You don't want the problem. Like, why are you looking at your friend feeling jealous or like comparing yourself to your friend? There should be no comparison. I would think that if that's your friend, you would be happy for their successes and be there to help them when things might be not so good and vice versa. There's no room for jealousy and friendship to me. So I, I just, if you experience those feelings, the problem is within you. I'm glad that you recognize it's an issue that needs to be addressed. And hopefully you can do the self-checks, you know, and get to the root of all that shit because it, it can only turn into, like, bad things. There's literally no room for that type of spirit or energy in a friendship. So I'm glad you recognize it's a problem, and I hope you get your, your stuff together. From my experience, I think jealousy is usually, like, 
the surface feeling. And then when you start to really sit with yourself and peel the layers back, it has nothing to do with your friend. And like Dustin was saying, it's more so a personal problem. What I would suggest is to ask yourself what your fears are. Like, what's the actual fear? It's not that your friend is, quote unquote, doing better or excelling. The fear is a, an inac- um The word's not coming out. Inadequacy. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're feeling inadequate. Isn't why does it not feel right? It's right. You ever say a word yeah. and your brain? Yeah, because you said it too much, or you're not sure now because you fucked yourself no, up. No, no, no. Like your brain, for whatever reason, is hearing it differently. It doesn't my, register. Yeah, does that yeah, ever happen? I hate that. That's it so happened weird. to me twice and today in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Mm-hmm. So you feeling you're feeling inadequate in some way. Maybe it could be that you don't feel. You're putting 100%. You know what I mean? Sometimes I notice, like, if I start looking around too much. I've said this before. Actually, someone made a really uh, pretty graphic that's on my Instagram where I said, if you're looking around, it's because you're not looking forward. Mm -hmm. Meaning you're so focused on what's happening in the left and right that you're not pouring into your own trajectory. Mm -hmm. And so... Tap into what the real fear is. Maybe you know deep down inside that you're not really giving your all to what it is that you want. Maybe you don't even know what you want. So my suggestion is to peel back the true fear that actually has nothing to do with your friend and everything to do with how you feel about where you are in life. Amen. And start from there. Yeah, I think um, maybe you're too close to your friend, and so now you're probably looking for things. Not that you're looking for problems, but maybe because y'all get compared or something, maybe you're trying to look and gauge whatever it is compared to your friend. And like Fran said, whatever it is, it's not about your friend at all. So the jealousy that you're feeling, it must be because um, you, I guess, wish you were farther along in something or whatever. But like, I really can't pinpoint what it is for you because I don't think that you... I don't really feel like you're jealous because I feel like if you were jealous, you'd be able to be like, I just hate that they do this or they or they do, do this. I think that maybe you are just, like Fran said, you're paying too much attention to them or what's going on around you. But you really need to sit with yourself and like kind of figure out why you're not optimized or why you're just not doing whatever it is that you want to do to the best. Like if you're looking at someone's work and saying, oh, their shit ain't as good as mine or like they, this is hot, but this could be hotter. Like. You need to make sure all your shit is hot before you think about any else's shit being hot. And I, I can't really tell it no way because I really don't know. Like, I always am iffy with that because I always feel like whatever I have going on is my shit, not really anybody else's. And I feel like when you say that you're jealous of your friend, you got to really say what is it or like what it is because you really ain't jealous. of Like, you might just be counting yourself to them and you don't need to be. Like, just don't look, don't look over. Don't look at anybody else's paper. Finish your test. And I know it's easier said than done. Right. Another tip I will say, too, be mindful of the voice that is telling you or sending you, I should say, those feelings of doubt. Because sometimes it can stem from your parents. Maybe they were hard on you. You know what I mean? Maybe they always made you feel like you weren't doing enough. You can usually pinpoint it to it coming from somewhere, and you're kind of just like... uh, replicating that dynamic now with your friend when it's really probably not even there. And it could, it could just be you beating yourself up because you've heard that before or you've witnessed that. You know what I mean? Just do the inner work and try to peel what these feelings are telling you about how you feel about yourself. Random aside, 
Do you remember uh, taking tests when you were in school and they handed out the Scantrons? So, like, do you ever used to take a Scantron test? Sure. What's the Scantron? The green form where you With fill the bubbles. in the bubbles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, or whatever it's called, the bubble form. Mm-hmm. Scantron. Because <laughs> um, I was like, dang. Because they used to, it was not, fa- it was a test. <laughs> okay. Um, but it was fancy because the Scantron fucked up the game because the teacher could hand out different tests. And the answer key was different because they were checked in the computer. Oh, so, snap. I always, like, from the Scantron test, I always had to remember, because not that I was a cheater, but sometimes I'd look and be like, is this right? And I'd look at somebody else's uh, paper to see, did they write that too? And I'd be like, oh, they did write that. And then I'd be like, oh, they didn't write that. I shouldn't look at that paper. <laughs> and from those lessons. I'm dead. Because I did my. Literally cheating. <laughs> and, and I didn't you, cheat, and, but I looked and to And you know what it was? Well, because it wasn't cheating to me, because normally I would be done with my test, and I'd be like, I'm supposed to check these. So I would try to check them on niggas around me and be like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Like, and sometimes I might be like, I think I need to help. And I'm like, no, mind my business. But I, I bring that up because they would give you different tests so you couldn't cheat on the Scantron. So I might be m- bubbling in A or B for question number 15, but your test, the answer key might be C or D. Like, and I'm fucked because I, I'm looked at your test. So I always tell people. No, damn, that would suck. doing your own test. Because <laughs> your test might be different from the person's next to you. It, nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, it's completely different. Bottom line, Message. you tripping. So <laughs> that's and, what it is. And it's on you to work it out. Like, it's it's literally on you. And sometimes you can talk to your friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys are really, like, real deal yeah. close and be like, I have anxiety over where I am and where you are and you guys can probably laugh about it because nine times out of ten she's feeling the same way. And then you guys laugh and then be like, let's help each other. That's it. Yeah. Don't make it a competition. Make it a journey that y'all can like figure out how you can pour in. Bitch, you know I was hating on you when you came in with that new lace wig and you ain't put me onto your <laughs> wig, bitch. And hopefully that's helpful. Ready to jump to the black business of the week. Oh, let's do it. So I want to shout out Nerd at the Cool Table on Twitter. All right. Right? Um, He has a website called gemfactory.bigcartel.com. And that's obviously G-E-M factory.bigcartel.com. He has these dad hats that say focus on yourself. Isn't that cute? Come through. Mm-hmm. Baby, come through. I love it because y'all know that's one of my biggest mantras. Um, so I love that he has T-shirts that have the pockets. This one, look at this cute blue one. Mm-hmm. T-shirts that have the pocket and on the pocket it says focus on yourself. He has water bottles no, and the dad hat. I know. You know I love me a little tea now. He used to have the hoodies. I don't know. Maybe he'll get it back Ooh. for the fall because obviously it's summertime. Maybe that's why he pulled it from the website. I actually have one of the hoodies that I bought maybe like last fall. Or... So you about to re-up. I'm, I'm getting so the tea. Excited. We're going to be twins. I'm I like the, me a little classic black tea now. Right. I'm getting like the dad hat for sure. I already told him that. So definitely check him out. The store is called The Gem Factory, and the website is gemfactory.bigcartel.com. And that is Nerd at the Cool Table on Twitter. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm saying his name right. It's really cool. Right? He has, um. hold on. Yep. No, no, no. It's Nerd at Cool Table on Twitter. Tweet him, tell him I sent you. If you buy the hat, let him know I sent you. And show him love because I think it's a super cute message and you guys will definitely see me with the merch all fall long. And that's it for this week's Black Business. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? 
No, but I think it's also dope that he's selling those depend undergarments with that printed on the back of it too. <laughs> Could you he's imagine? selling depends that say "Focus on yourself" on the back of. <laughs> hey, so yeah, catch us at thefriendzonelive dot com, um, New York this Saturday, uh, Toronto coming up after that, Charlotte, Seattle, DC. We're on our way. Man. Tickets still available. VIP sold out. Hey, Bobo, e Bobo. Given honor. Um, so we're very excited about that. Can't wait to see you guys. Um, and yeah, other great announcements coming soon. Yay. Yes. Uh, nothing yet. I have a very big project coming up in September. So I cannot wait to talk about that. I'm just solidifying a few more things. And the next, if I were a rapper, live show should be in October. October. So. October. That's right. Working on that. What about you, friend? Um, the wellness retreat, like I said, we will be in Joshua, Joshua Tree in a couple of weeks. Um, Sedona, those of you who are in Sedona, Arizona, or are interested in flying to Sedona, Arizona to hang with us, applications are now live on the site, activationtour.com. My London family, your application will be on the site by Thursday or Friday. Definitely check for it later on the site. We're just working on the graphic and the application. So, Sedona, Arizona, London. See you guys super soon. Application yes. on activationtour.com. Yes. And that's it for... I can't even speak. And that's it for <laughs> us this week. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Bye.